and tired. You give me food, let me sleep. I come to you weak. You give me strength, and that's deep. You call me a sheep and lead me to green pastures, only asking that I keep the focus in between the chapters. You give me the word and only ask that I interpret and give me the eyes that I may recognize a serpent. You know I ain't perfect, but you'd like me to try. Unlike the devil who just wants me to lie till I die. Lord, why is it that I go through so much pain? All I saw was black. All I felt was rain. I come to you because it's you who knows. You showed me that everything was black because my eyes were closed. You gave me the light and let me bask in your glory. So it was only right that when you asked for this story, I put it together to do our dogs some good. Our dogs being brothers and sisters in the hood. Plenty of times you sent help my way, but I hid. And I remember once you held me close, but I slid. There was something that I just had to see that you wanted me to see so I could be what you wanted me to be. And I think I've seen it because I don't feel the same. Matter of fact, I know I've seen it. I can feel the change. And it's strange. I almost got me beating down your door. But I've never known love like this before. It's a wonderful feeling to get away from the pain. And up under the ceiling, I get away from the rain. And the strain that I feel when I'm here is gone. I know real, so I wipe away the tear. It's on. And I almost lost faith when you took my man, Monty, Paso, and Dre's brother Dan. And I fear that what I'm saying won't be heard until I'm gone. But it's all good because I really didn't expect to live long. So if it takes for me to suffer, for my brother to see the light, give me pain till I die. But please, Lord, treat him right. Man, that shit hits a little different, doesn't it? Right? <laughs> yeah, especially now. Um, for those of you that don't know, that was a Prayer by uh, DMX. Earl. Who just recently passed away. Uh, R.I.P. to X. That shit hit Super me. Super fucking sad. That shit hit me a lot different than, than most. Like, I, had, I mean, to me, X... Oh, man. Like, I think I had a different connection with him than most people, like, at my age. Because he released that book. I read that book when I was in high school about him. And, like, I read, like, a, like so I knew his life. Like, it felt like, to me, like, he was my friend. You know what I mean? Because I knew a side of him that, like, most people didn't get to see. Because all they heard was the rap, you know? Like... There's a few stories, you know, there's, so when he was six years old, I mean, a lot of this now you can find on YouTube and stuff, but when he was six years old, his mom tricked him to go into a fucking uh, group home. She said, oh, you you know, just go in here to check this place out. And I think that he thought that he was going to like see a psychologist or, or something like that. 
And after he saw a psychologist, his mom said, okay, bye. And he was sitting there as a fucking six-year-old kid, just tricked by his mom. Like, where are you going? Did you imagine that? That's a rough day. (laughs) And so he, you know, he was a troubled kid, like, looking for, you know, just looking for any type of attention. He would set fires. He he ran away. And do you know the story about why he's so close to dogs? And did you know that? Do you know why? No. So <clears throat> when he would run, from, uh, run away from group homes, he didn't have any friends, you know, like outside of the group home or whatever, you know, he had no friends. He had no family or anything. So when he would run away, he had nowhere to stay. So he had a dog. He found a dog, and he lived with the dog up on the roof, and it was just him and the dog, and every time he would get food, uh, he would feed him hot dogs and stuff like that. So he kept them, it, it was just him and the dogs. That is some Mark Twain shit. Yeah. Fucking crazy stories, man. And then finally, I think around 12 or something, I can't remember the ages, but his grandma ended up taking him in finally when he was so a little older. Yeah, so that's why he had like that real deep connection with his grandma. That's why he ended up making that song about his grandma. And he he like in reading that book, like I tried to be like him, you know, like I like a lot of the things that I did was because like I wanted to be like him, like even just like his mannerisms and stuff too, like in belly. Like the way he would walk, like like I went out and got a chain because like he would walk like you know that you'd like, walk so the chain would move. A yeah, way. yeah, and like so I ended up getting the chain and I would try to walk and make the chain swing like he did and stuff. Like that's fuck, funny. man. And then he had stories about like how when he would run away at like fucking nine, ten years old, how he would rob old ladies' purses and stuff. And so there was a time he. He he gave me a black eye. It was because of him I got a black eye one time. I rem- <laughs> what do you mean? So we were me. It, Blow was Blow, Blow was there. So he'll tell you, Max Bet. Uh, it was him, Alex, and then there was one other person. We were just driving around, and I just got done reading the book. So like I was in like it's all hype, yeah, and like I just wanted to rob somebody. I don't know. Like Jeez. I was a little kid. Just like, rolled for somebody, no called me inward. No, beat his ass. So <laughs> so we were on Las Vegas Boulevard, and it was like. Uh, and like wigwam, like one of those like back streets, like the dark streets. And I just saw somebody walking and I just stopped and hopped out and tried to pocket check the guy. And, and he just, he just cocked me (laughs) and I got up getting a black eye and we kind of started tussling around or whatever. And, and I thought that Brandon and Alex were going to come and I was sitting there. I had to struggle with the dude. And he ran and away. Had two homies in the car just watching. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh man, he's really struggling. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another time too. Uh, this is probably like, I don't know, a year or two after I read the book. We, I was barred out. It was me and CJ. And we were at uh, Cooler's Lounge. This is old school. All hip hop heads remember Cooler's Lounge. But we uh, needed some money, or we wanted money, because we wanted to get some drinks or something like that. And I just remember the stories about how he would rob old ladies' purses. And so we, I was like, dude, we could just rob a purse. What the fuck? And it was right next to Sam's Town. I think it's Sam's Town. I forget what it is. But so we, we scouted the area, 
for when a girl would walk out and he would just uh, lean out the window and snatch the purse. So fucked up, man. I, yeah, so he gave me a black eye and a felony because we were so <laughs> bar- <laughs> so we were bar- so barred out. We went back to where we robbed the lady's purse, <laughs> and we ended up getting caught, man. Fucking moron. So I wanted to do like a um, uh, a five artists. Uh, wow. Oh, ah. big truck. Yeah, uh, I want to do a a five artist uh, Rough Rider uh, edition. Ooh, in honor of yes. BMX. Um, so first thing that comes to mind, we'll start, we'll start with the man himself, DMX. Dude, the first thing that comes to mind is fucking sadness, dog. Like, the mm. whole thing is fucking pretty blue to me. Like, he had a pretty rough childhood, found an art that people gravitated towards him for. You know what I mean? Like, do you remember the old, like, DMX, Jay-Z, like... Yeah, the infamous the battle. Battle and all that shit. Like, he was a fucking monster. He had that voice... First time I ever heard him was maybe maybe on that Onyx. Oh like yeah, yeah, down. shut him down. He was on the remix. Shut him down. Yeah, he was on one of those songs. Watch the lungs spill out your chest. Like he was fucking gnarly, and I was like, dude, this guy doesn't play games. And then what was the first one? It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Yeah, that was the first album. That Belly. And like, then there wasn't a super. He was on top for a while, but even when he was on top, it was still like turbulent, dude. Like he wasn't like. I don't know. You just don't see a lot of peace in the man's life, dude. And I, yeah. I heard so many things in, during his time in Arizona about he's yeah. super cracked out. He's on this. He's on that. He refuses to get a license. He keeps getting sent to jail. He rides around town on his quad because he doesn't yeah, have a license. He have license. All this kind of fucking gnarly shit. And you're just like, this poor bastard was on top. Because in my mind, like, I've talked about it before, like, how different things start out. And when I was a kid, I remember, like, Kmart, Walmart, and Target being... Like, at the same level. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. it wasn't like one was like, it wasn't like it is now where, like, Target. Kmart's the joke, Target's kind of like the nice one, and Walmart's the mega power. Like, it's, it wasn't like that. Those were three similar, like, department stores. And I remember when, like, Jay-Z, DMX, and Ja Rule were like, yep, they, those guys were like the little three-piece. And, like, look. That was my early 20s. You know what I mean? Like, there was a little piece of time where those, all those three were, like, equal. You know, yeah. and now you look, dude, Jay-Z's the mega power. DMX is like the fucking sits like, man, you think of potential. Hey, check this out. The difference between all three of them is one guy, Dame Dash. You mentioned that before. Yeah. yeah. But X to me, uh, he reminds me of like a pot because he's not like the most lyrical, but his shit hits. A lot of that prayer right now that you just heard sounds real pockish. Just the style, mm-hmm. the delivery of it. Yeah. Yeah, post-Tupac and Biggie hip-hop started out that whole little Def Jam scene. In my mind, you know, those were, like, the big ones. There was, you know, there's the Southern shit going on, and there's all that. But, like, commercial. It's, see, it's right after Tupac and Biggie and that whole little new new era of hip-hop where I started yeah. getting more into independent. And Did you know DMX? Shit. Sorry to cut you off. But DMX was the first rapper to... Have five number one albums in a row. No shit. Yeah. That's kind of a big deal, man, because rappers usually have like a one and done sort of thing, dude. Like, I still think Snoop hasn't made a fucking good album since Doggy Style, and I'm a huge yeah. fucking Snoop fan. The No Limit one was, was, it was, it was so okay. okay. It was my very God, okay. We're talking about like, I mean, Dogfather was almost just as good as that, dude. Like, I don't know. Just, 
I see a lot of that in hip hop where, well, because I mean, Ty broke it down. He goes, you know, you have your first album took your whole life. Right. And now, and now, you, and now right. you have two and a half years to double up on that. Yeah. It's like, bro, this took me 14. Five. I wrote two of those songs in <clears throat> high school and I've been uh-huh. working them out ever since. See, and DMX, though, he was one of the people that became successful but still had the struggles in his life. Yeah, that's that shit makes me sad. It's like you're. I mean, everybody has struggles, things. but like his word. I just think, he, like with 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 his situation, it's more of like he never got out of that street mindset, right? It's a bummer, like man. you know, he yeah. he made the money, you know, he got his own stuff, he took care of his homies, but he never really turned that you know turned the rap game into a career, uh, like a. Like a Jay Z who created uh-huh. an empire out of it, right? You know? I think of guys who like jumped out of that hood mind state and like started doing well in other things that are of like the same era, so to speak, or like Fifty Cent, like yeah. guys that turned oh, like, yeah, businessman shit. Like was like, that's funny. Like, I was just thinking of it. They took the opportunity, man. Like how many times have you sat around like as an adult, like as a broke adult, and was like, dude, if you just gave me fifty grand one time, I'd be fucking fine. I know where to put it. I know what to do with it. Where I can set up time, like. And you think of these guys, like you know, NFL old old NFL players, NBA, those guys. Going broke. You, were, you were fucking bro. There, I think there's a thirty for thirty about it about guys who were like, you had millions and millions yeah. of dollars. Oh and yeah, you I've, fucked I've that off. That like, one. how did you fuck that off, bro? Like, it blows my fucking mind. It really does, dude. It hurts yeah. my heart, man. Because think about it. Now, now you're older. You're not producing as much. Whatever your art or sport or whatever, however you got that money, the older you get, the harder it's going to be to do what you did when you're at the, your pinnacle. Mm-hmm. And now you got to like pinnacle. catch up again, dude. That stuff is hardcore, man. That shit makes me sad. So next on the list, Eve. Probably one of the best girl rappers, dude. She was sick, man. Yeah, definitely like top five. Yeah, she was female dope. of all time, and yeah. she got out of the hood shit. I don't know any of her real story. I never like dug into her or anything like that. But she represented that street mind really yeah. well, and it seemed like she started doing the Gwen Stefani song. Well, she, yeah, she, she started was a doing real, other shit, dude. She was a real, real rapper. She got uh, noticed by Rough Riders because she came in and started battling all the dudes in the studio. So she was like a legit head. Like, she wasn't like one of these girls that came in and just tried to look all cute and had the like fucking... Eve wrote her own shit. Yeah, and yeah. had the adult dude sitting next to her write her shit. Yeah. She was a real, you know, a pretty-looking, you know, hot chick. And Fine as fuck. It's I funny. I didn't Eve. think she was that far when I was a kid, and I saw her down, either and because like, she's beautiful. I yeah. didn't either because she she had the bald head. She, I or she care. It was shaped. Get behind it. But... but I, I thought she was hot then, but, like, it was, like, a weird hot. I was like, yeah, you know, okay. But, yeah, like, you're right. Now I look at her, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Gorgeous. He was fucking fine. Fuck, dude. Yeah, she she's legit, too, like a real rapper, dude, like I said, you know? Yeah, top five we just said, like, I think. Yeah. Uh, number three, the locks. Brian fucking loved the locks. I didn't really like them They were them my much. favorite. I fucking loved them. Yeah, I didn't, I like, I didn't you, get like, too much into it. As a group, like, you know, okay. I mean, I'd much rather hear a, a Jada album, you know? Yeah. If you think I'm Jada. Da, da. But that was Bad Boy, though. See, I don't, I, there's a lot of those groups that people are, like, obsessed with, like, Mob Deep, and John's just like, yeah, I guess. Like, I don't, I don't mm. understand, like, the fanfare. That's why we always had them, that's why we always had them arguments, like, about, like, 
uh, you guys and your like atmosphere underground stuff. You know, like I appreciated it, but like I like the other stuff more. Yeah. You know, like the mob deep and stuff. Yeah, I and get so it. like I just I just didn't understand. Like that's I, that was what came to my mind when people talk about the locks. I think of like mob deep. I'm like, yeah, a, little, a sick little two piece. I liked other stuff better. That's the like what was Ruck and Rock's fucking thing? Oh, Skelta. Fuck me, man. Those two were fucking way more funner. I thought that was way sicker. I think they are the best duo. They were the shit, but man. Locks is probably the best trio. I think there, but there isn't many trios. The MOP. They 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 had some of the best back and forth verses ever. The Locks. I think it was like Sheik and Jada. Yeah. Or Sheik and Styles had some dope ones. My favorite group is always going to be Onyx. Their stories are so good. If you listen to the Shut Em Down album and you listen to like their songs, the they were a trio. Yeah. What was her uh, until Sunny Seas died? What was the the girl's name and how the girl set them up? She oh, Veronica. Like, Veronica. 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 <laughs> Dude, that yeah. fucking song. The fucking that's Ver- Veronica. They I always saw that. So many of those stories. They like. I thought their stories were just as good as like Biggie stories. I like a oh, rap yeah. song where you can fucking watch the movie in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While they're rapping. Yeah, yeah. Sticky did that so good. Sticky was the best. The best. But Biggie, all the way back to fucking Slick Rick type shit. Mm-hmm. But that kind of stuff, I always enjoyed that. Uh, I didn't get that same thing from, like, The Locks. The Locks really didn't have many stories, though. It was just like, verses, ah, verses. And I was like, all right, yeah. But, see, I'm arrogant. Like, when I hear stuff where it's just kind of like, I don't want to say simple and, like, make it sound demeaning, but when it's simplistic like that, in my head I'm like, I have journals full of this shit. I can do exactly what they're doing, but it's not getting produced at a high level and i don't have the imagery that anyone gives a fuck about it's all different now because now you can just upload your own shit and get yeah. your own little group of people oh i have an artist that i want to bring up after this that i want brian to get into and dude because i need to see what you guys think because i'm like embarrassingly you don't obsessed. know if it's if it's good or not or? oh i don't give a, i know i know what it is i just want to you don't know, know if other people think. enjoy okay yeah, well so he's, we'll, he's killing it but we'll get through this uh, yeah, yeah. so we'll, i'm excited to hear who it we'll, is. we'll we'll get on to the uh to the next verse on the list and we brought him up before just you know very briefly but drag on oh, the, the best, drag best on was my favorite the, the best, best one on the scene he was my favorite I got bullets at turn corners. Like, oh what the God. fuck? D- what? <laughs> to me, it's crazy. To me, DMX might have been like the the the, leader. the funnest, but Dragon was, was the most talented. I thought of the he group. was yeah. the best. I, I thought so too, and I was kind of disappointed with this album. A new. I one? liked. I no. I liked his the album. First one the after first. All the I Rough liked Riders. it. Yeah, I liked it, but I just thought it was gonna be. You talking better. about his first solo? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was what gonna was be it, better. Like, H two. It was like something that had to do with yeah, water, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot what it, it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I remember listening to that, and like out of I don't know how many songs are actually on the album, but out of all of them, there was like two of them that I really liked. And that bot, I was like, damn, yeah. man, this was gonna be the one that was gonna put you yeah, over. Yeah. Like you're gonna be the fucking king after this. And it, it, you were it, the it, chosen one. It wasn't that great, which was a bummer to me. I was like, opposite damn. of H two O. There it is. I knew it had something to do with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, See how fucking how weird your memory is, like how yeah. it stacks up the information. <laughs> What's the first song? The, water, the, the one right? with water. <laughs> Dragon, he he has an Instagram. Flame on. Yeah, yeah he has an Instagram now that where he'll he'll just release a couple, like he'll do like little freestyles and stuff. Some of them are real. Lots of uh, dope. lots of unrealized potential with that one. I know. Who, yeah, I mean, I, 
his verses were just like on the compilation shit when it was oh, dude, dude, to me fires. it was like Method Man stuff where I was like yo Method Man's right. verses are just better than everybody's yeah. on these and drag was the same for me yeah those are the verses you would look forward to yeah I'd wait for that part I was right. like cause you'd see on the back of the album uh-huh. the CD like yeah. featuring blah, 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 yeah. blah. if you saw drag on there you're like the Rough Riders remix out. dude he's killed that one he's fucking he was he was the best last on the list and um Wait, that's, I, a, that's only three, four. That's why you said last on the list. Yeah. Last I thought it was five. This DMX. is the last on the list. This next person that I'm going to bring up is the last. DMX, Eve, the locks, Dragon. Oh, the locks. I forgot the locks. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I went with him because he had more albums under the Rough Riders banner. Styles P. Hmm. I always, I, I go Jada Kiss, Styles P, Chic. That's your little locks order? Yeah. Um, that's cool. I thought it was better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. One other thing, too, I wanted to bring up, too. Yeah, like one or two Rough Riders albums. One other thing I wanted to bring up, too. Dude, in high school, check this out, bro. All right. You went to high school. Did any. <laughs> who didn't go to high school? No, but I'm saying, like, you went to the same high school, so you know. Who, besides me, I went out, like, I was such a fucking DMX fan. I rocked a Rough Rider. I went and found the Rough Rider shirt, rocked a Rough Rider shirt. You know, the R. Yeah. Did Okay, so did the, I, Rough, I, did the Rough Riders make you want to get a motorcycle? No, I wasn't. No, because I never associated the uh, dirt bikes and all that stuff okay. with them, which gotcha. is weird. I, don't, I just didn't. And then I went out and got the Jada Kiss, the Y. Remember that song? The Y T-shirt and the Y song. I got that and everything. One yeah. time, uh, one time in the uh, in the San Fernando Valley, I think I was in actually the Reseda area. I saw a uh, a guy on a fucking on a crotch rocket, and like his jacket, he's, he had a he had a yellow and black Rough Riders jacket, and I was like, "Huh, I wonder who that is." So I followed him. <laughs> wow. Hell yeah! For, That's shit for, I followed him for like. And and keep in mind, like I he took him me until he started shooting. At me. <laughs> you know, uh, he took me a good like. Like he like he was going way out of my way. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but I followed him for like a good like fifteen minutes until like he stopped to get gas, and I'm like, "Cool, now I'll see who it is." So he gets off his bike. I'm waiting for him to take his fucking helmet off. He doesn't. doesn't take it out. He goes inside with the helmet on. Comes back out with a bottle of water, which he puts in his little fucking backpack. Keeps his helmet on the whole fucking time. Meanwhile, I'm parked at a pump. I don't need gas. <laughs> but I'm just like watching. I'm like. Who the fuck are you? Well, Rough Riders became, after <laughs> all that funny. time, there's actual, like, writer clubs of Rough Riders. Yeah. They yeah. didn't necessarily have to be anyone from the record label. They're yeah, there's fucking a real-life group of guys. That yeah, there's a club out here. They but, like, their thing. his jacket was, like, so dope, and I'm like, there's no way this He's guy not, bought that yeah, fucking jacket. Yeah. yeah. That's not some civilian shit. No, at <laughs> all. That's, that's, that's from like the fucking custom label. Made. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That R was that that design is just it's iconic. I fucking love. I it. I think there's two albums, and I don't know if I'm getting the years wrong with this. My memory's fucking weird, but there's two albums I think of that first year of summer school, and I did a chunk of it with Brian and going back to his house after and all mm-hmm. that kind of I shit. That fucking the volume one Rough Riders and the first Nelly CD. Man, Nelly doesn't get Nelly to me is like Goldberg. Where people like that weren't there. <laughs> you said that know. before. I remember. Did I say that before? Yeah, yeah. I think because that, that shit is fucking real to me. That's fucking like, funny. If you weren't there, 
And you're like, oh, Nelly's kind of fucking sick. And it's Nelly like, bro, was Nelly was over shit. like a motherfucker, bro. That fucking oh, dog. People that. that never been to the Midwest in their life started pronouncing their shit different. Yeah, dude. like fucking, what's wrong, dog? You scarred? It, it was a scar. Yeah. Yeah. I known you since fucking Earth second Force grade. One. Yeah, got me some Shut Earth the Force fuck ones. up, bro. I could not stand an, <laughs> an inauthentic change of pace like did that. Did you? Okay, oh but my. did you know Goodness. anybody? Did you I know had anybody? an accent, but I didn't go St. Louis route, though. But, but did you know anybody that started wearing a fucking Band-Aid on their cheek? <laughs> no, I wouldn't allow that. No. I'm sorry, brother. We're not friends anymore. Bro. I, I've seen... I, I think I saw people do it, like, jokingly. Or, like... But, yeah, I know what I couldn't serious, take that. Though. Yeah, when, I know, when I've known you your whole fucking life, and now all of a sudden you're, you're talking about scared... You gotta go. I can't. You can't. You gotta get out of the car. <laughs> you gotta get out. Yeah, they they had their own sound. But he it was, was fucking Superman. He was the fucking man for a summer or two, dude. And it was very. I mean, it was well deserved because the shit was fire. That first CD is fucking still fun if you oh, yeah. put it on, dude. Fucking down, down, baby. Everyone knew that fucking song, dude. Yep. Everybody yeah. never knew what the fucking Jeffersons were. Now they'd fucking watch oh, the seasons not, of it and yeah. shit. It's like, yep. dude, that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Nelly and Goldberg. That's, that's actually a really good comparison. That's, that's a super good comparison. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it sucks. Like, you know, of course, like everybody, like we, we were hoping he'd fucking pull through. Pull through. Yeah, that, I you think know, it'd you know be a what? miracle or something. But are we even going to get into sad. the idea that people think it was the vaccine that killed him? Are we even going to die? That's the dumbest fucking shit. Why is it the dumbest shit though? I don't understand why it's dumb. Where? Okay, so where the fuck did anybody hear that? Yeah, yeah. It, from, do, do you know if he got the vac? Did he even get the vaccine? His fucking One, whole like, family was like, "Yo, man, he's actually doing great." And then someone put together, "Oh, you know, he got oh, the wait, fa- so, 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 you know, he got the vaccine was- five days before he died." Like a lot of people that are dying of heart attacks a couple of days after they get the vaccine. You know, he like, also did a lot of crazy. drugs oh, like right before whoa, he died. Whoa, whoa, yeah, wait. I know all of this. I'm just saying. Back, 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 back. That out. Uh, what? There's people that are dying of heart attacks after they get the vaccine? Bro, there's like, yeah, that teacher was like one of the famous ones. There's a whole list of folks that are dropping dead after. See, I thought it was just kind of a joke. I just saw the... I just, <laughs> I I just saw the joke. meme. I just saw the meme, and I was like, oh, that's bullshit. Didn't even look into it. You know, like, I just saw the meme. Did he die of the vaccine? And I think I put it on my little Instagram thing, too, or whatever. But, like, I just put it out there just because whatever. I didn't even do any research. No. But now I think I need to. I, I want to. I, I'm going to dive into that. You should get the vaccine and see what happens. Yeah. No, my brother got it. So, <laughs> which one did he get? Uh, I don't know. Uh, That's like a thing too. Like people are like, well, which one you? So, so which vaccine yeah. you get though? I mean, they're that not might the play same. a role. I mean, either way, they were both fucking rushed. Like, who cares? Yeah, yeah just I just crazy. there's too much hard headed science talking about like, oh, it takes a minimum of this long to get a. Decent vaccine, and then like and, uh, so in I, less than a year, we're, I understand. We're pumping I understand when people say like it was a global effort, like every fucking country is like working together to try and fucking get this thing that's solved. A, that's a good, that's a but good excuse. But again, like that's a good excuse, like so it if if a if a normal vaccine can you know can take you know upwards of five to ten years. What what vaccine like, wasn't a global effort, by the way? Yeah, um, right, but. Even then, like, even if you have, like, a, a concerted fucking, like, every fucking major doctor Ever. is working on it. Like, so you cut that 10 years down to, like, at the very least, five. You're still not down to one year yet. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, 
I don't know. Like, I, I haven't really thought about, like, do I want, do I want it? Like, because I've done pretty well so far, you know. Yeah. Um, stood away from Brandon, all that. I've had this shit, dog. I'm okay. Like, I don't need this shot. Yeah, the, I mean, good. the success rate, uh, uh, to me, it's just not worth it. Like, I feel like if I got it, I'd be able to beat it. Man through? Yeah. What are you going to do to me, COVID? It is creepy when you do have it and you do start feeling like really like shit. Yeah, it's shit scary. You can't really breathe that good. You're like, damn, dog, people die of this fool. Like, am I going to be one of those assholes that fucking. Uh, hey, don't call them assholes, asshole. Well, I'm just saying, bro. I'm just fucking fucking people go from this shit. I'm not okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. That's a trip if, if it does have something to do with it, but. And it's a perfect cover up, too. just internet. So, I mean, I, I, mean I, don't, I don't know the. His post career story. How did he end up in Arizona? Mm. I have no fucking. Yeah, I don't know. I never knew that. It always seems like where people go though, Family? like people people that get Probably. in the, people on the East Coast get in a lot of trouble, and then they go to Arizona. Like that's yeah. always seemed to be like a it's like a mob Cause, joke. Yeah, because like, like get into like mm-hmm. when you go to court, when you, you go to Arizona when you when you think of DMX's like early career, like it, he's New York in my mind. Top, yeah. You know? Like Yonk. New York through and through, yeah. Yonkers. So it's like when he school. Like I remember the first time I hear I heard when he was living in Arizona. I was like, "Why?" Like I had the same thought. You know, uh, you know if anything, maybe Florida. Yeah, you know? Arizona. It just seems like why not just go to Vegas? Yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be much. in the desert, yeah, true. Yeah, the what? Too uh, many, uh, too many temptations. This place will eat your ass alive. Yeah, that might be a reason. Food. Maybe uh, rehab that he went to. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a good point. There's a lot of like bigger rehabs yeah. in Arizona. Arizona, yeah. They want you to get that peaceful desert. Yeah, Arizona, vibe. Utah has. Some... Yeah, but yeah, man, that's fucking crazy. Um, shout out, rest in peace to DMX. We're gonna yeah. get up in a minute and watch the second half of WrestleMania. So let's talk about the first half and maybe some NXT. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so NXT. Uh, take over night one and two. Walter's still uh, the best. Per Walter, usual, to me, Walter and Karrion Cross. Uh, You're such a fucking mark. I fucking can't stand it. Walter, I'm glad Brian's happy though. Walter and Champa to me so far still. Well, no, never mind. Uh, Walter and Champa to me up until last night was the best match so far of the, of whole the week. Yeah. WrestleMania week, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Champa and Walter was sick, okay. man. Here. What'd you think the last night? What changed your mind? What was better? Bianca and Sasha. That was that good, was man. a good one. Those two beat each other. I love ass, them bro. too, dude. I was I telling dude today. Them. I was like, Bianca's got some real like John Cena potential. I think Bian- bro. Bianca's my my new favorite girl right now. She's been me and dude since yeah. NXT days. We're like, bro, watch she came her. out with that Wait hair. She Whip. gets better, dog. Like, yeah, I mean, like when when she stepped up to Charlotte and was like, "You don't even go here." That was the beginning of okay. She's getting that. Yeah. yeah, she's, she's doing, got that she's doing wrestling things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love. That's another thing I love about NXT. I know Brian hates that it's like a side brand, but it's also still like developmental, so it's a little muddy. You can't get too invested in talent because then they're going to switch to another show. Like I get that, but I love developmental and keeping up with people, dude. Like how many fucking people? When did we start watching? When did I start watching NXT? It was twenty fifteen? Fifteen, yeah, dude. How many fucking people? Like, like you know what a good example is? Like fucking Becky Lynch. 
That bitch was not sick at first, dude. She was like she coming was, out, yeah, she was, doing an Irish yeah, she was weird. And it was goofy. Uh, yeah, then she found her her monotone shit, and then it switched to that fucking well, well, steampunk. Well, she, yeah, she yeah went to the steampunk. She, and Corey would fucking rip her Corey to shreds, crazy. which is hilarious. <laughs> would give her so much shit. Like yeah, and it was it was right before she became the she, man. Yeah, then she became the man. It was it, it, like you could see the transition before she became the man, though. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I love watching them figure it out, dude. And what's an, another yeah, great yeah. example is like The Rock is an easy benchmark of it. He comes out as the blue trooper, right. fucking yeah, all yeah. that shit. Then he gets tired of it. He's tired of the Rocky Die bullshit. He turns up his fucking arrogance to a billion. He gets into the fucking nation. He flips that, and then he turns into the, and then the people's up. Then he. Then it gets more and more like cartoonish almost with the rhymes and the fucking he'd yeah, sing yeah. out the SmackDown Hotel and all that <laughs> shit, bro. Yeah, like I love watching the evolution okay. of fucking. I have talent, something. Uh, I want to know what's your guys' opinion on the um, the lights out match on the oh, Adam uh, Cole, Adam and- Cole, and Kyle O'Reilly. It was good. It was about ten minutes too long. Yeah, okay. yeah, well, I think so. They could have. What else? Is that that that's your only? That's my only knock on that match. You don't you don't think that it was a a weak ass lights out match? Well, no. are you looking for like fucking? It's a lights out match. See, they they, they should have called it something else because I went in thinking it's going to be a lights out match. It's going to be insane. Like there's going to be weapons, and then the only it wasn't. It, but, but okay, you're so you're confusing things. They, it wasn't it wasn't a lights out match. It was just an unsanctioned match. But that's I mean that's it's not the same thing because lights out is an AEW term. Okay, unsanctioned, but then but then they go and say, well, if they go out and they get injured, it's not on us. It's like, yeah. okay, well, now you're telling me that they're going to go and beat the shit out of each other. Which they did. When all they did was wrestle. It's like you could have gave me a different I'm sorry, type what, of match. What, what, you could have gave me an Iron Man I've, match. I've never, seen, I've never seen Bret Hart wrestle anybody and have chairs and chains and Yeah, I was going to say the yeah, but, 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 he all, but, but he also he, But they also didn't give him a match implying that that's what he was going to do. Do you know what I'm saying? Un, do, do, you, do you know what unsanctioned means? Like, yeah, unsanctioned is... That means it's WWE slash NXT takes zero fucking responsibility right. for what happens. Right, so that's implying... So whatever they wanted to do, they could fucking do. Right, but that's implying that there's going to be weapons and there's going to be there blood. There was. No, there, there, there was, was no blood. There, there was one, okay. so, one fucking... One weapon and then... Uh, and then a toolbox that had they, they didn't even use anything from. He just got hit with the toolbox once, and there was one other weapon. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. I like just, it was I, a good I don't match. Like a lot of it was a, it was a great match. So here's here's. But don't tell me no. But here's what, here's where you went wrong. Is you came into that with match different, with diff, with right. much higher expectations of what what they were going to do, and then they didn't keep in do mind it. it's still under the WWE umbrella. So no, there wasn't going to be any. Yeah, blood. there's nothing as there's mm. no such thing as an unsanctioned match. By the fucking way, right? Like that's not a thing. They were, no, I mean, I mean, technically, in an unsanctioned match in Florida, like fucking Kyle O'Reilly could fucking have a. Gun on him. Unsanctioned matches are like New Jack shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, right. And that's what I was expecting. It's not fucking East India. <laughs> You're not that's, gonna get that on. Th- the see, that's WWE that's product. your bad. Yeah, I know, I know. But I, I, th- and I think I they should. I think I think they should have had a different stipulation rather than an unsanctioned match. Well, you you know come up with your own promotion, and you can have any type of match. You <laughs> want. Look at any way you want. Terminology. 
But no, I mean it was it was a good match. You're, and it went it did was like ten. It was just too a long. little yeah, a little long. But like yeah, it should have it should have ended a little bit after they went through the ramp. Yeah, yeah. When they went through the ramp, that's yeah. where it should have. Because that was fucking gnarly. Yeah, but that was fun. Yeah, some of the the the, the Dude, chain shit. The O'Reilly through the thing. It was cool. I, I it looked like O'Reilly broke his chin again on one of those super kicks that he got. I, I don't know if you remember that, but dude, that was a good gnarly one. Those two were sick. I thought their match was better than fucking Cross and um, Finn. Finn. Well, I they mean, it was less, like you know Cross is more of a psychologist. Is he? I mean, I wouldn't say he's the best, but that <clears throat> Triple H brawler shit is so fucking boring to me, dude. Like, I don't know. And it's not like I'm looking for super duper fucking Rey Mysterio ricochet shit in every match. I just, I don't know. Who draws a good fucking corner? Well, AJ, I mean, but that's because oh. he's the best on the planet. Cesaro. Cesaro. Oh, yeah. He doesn't that... do flippy shit, and he's not, he's not brawler-esque in all the demeans. But that Seth Rollins match was... Was it good? I liked it. I, I, I missed it that. It was okay. De- yeah, it was, it was, it very, it was very okay. I liked oh, that, it. That made me sad. I really wanted those two to fucking kill it. I need Cesaro to have a major championship. I know, fucking before dude, he, he dies, or it, I'll fucking lose my mind. Hey, if you went to AEW, he would. You don't know that, though. I know. That's what everybody said about fucking Rusev. Yeah. <laughs> that is super fucking true. Yeah. And he's fucking, fucking what's his name's little buddy. <laughs> that was the worst place you could have put him. <laughs> oh, man, with Kid uh, Sabian, dude. So what happened with... Uh, what, You're right. What were the matches last night? The Last one? night, uh, uh, Bobby, Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. That was a good one. No it was, interest. It was all right. I had no interest in it either. I was hoping, you know, like, the, the, the person that I was hoping would win won. I'm glad Bobby won. Yeah, yeah. I like Bobby. Like, I, I think we can get past the, the, the Drew fucking... Uh, as, yeah. a, as a main eventer thing, like... Like, yeah, it was okay, but I think had crowds existed, uh, I think they would have cut, they would have pulled the plug yeah, on it, a lot earlier. Exactly. I fucking love Drew exactly. McIntyre. I do like, I like his shoot shit. We saw him in PWG a couple he times. He was great in PWG. Yeah, he came to man. FSW. Honestly, his, yeah. uh, his WWE work I enjoyed the most is that fucking heel shit with fucking Ziggler, dude. Yeah. Like, that was fucking sick. I don't like him as like a smiley fucking face. It's like yeah, me either. Turn him into a goddamn monster. I don't blame him for that. I blame the way they they like they just can't book babyface top guys. They at all can't. They have a problem with that. They want to make them all like John, super smart. Yeah, like John Cena, like jokey. Right. Like you know, even like he started doing the clean work. He would do the countdown for the crowd: one, two, three, and then the fucking you know do the kick. And it's like. It's it's stupid. Why is that? Why why can't they build a top? It's a very face? very difficult thing. How many Hulk Hogan's and fucking John Cena's do you know, dog? Those yeah. those two are the those well, yeah, two are the main edge. ones, and those two are fucking forty years in between each other, bro. Like that shit is not an easy space. But like I mentioned, I think Bianca's got the fucking talent. She's got the she physique. Does. She's gorgeous. She's so fucking pretty. It's way easier to build a babyface uh, women champ. Yes, it is. Because and they're yeah, doing a great job at them. Yeah. The the one thing that I didn't like about, and it, and it wasn't even like during the match, but after the fact, they kind of made it seem like she was like this massive underdog. Which, yeah, I love that. Yeah, like, no, see, I disagree because she shouldn't did be you, seen did as you, a massive Did you underdog. watch the little thing about uh, about her on uh, the network? Yeah. About, yeah. Her family. And yeah. Yeah. Little and, yeah. I think, I think that did 
that did a great job. That of, was that of letting people know exactly right. who she yeah. is and what she's about. Mm-hmm. Like you learn, she's like, like her and her fucking husband are like the perfect fucking couple. Oh my god! You know, know, like they're they they're so in love. The, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, uh, they're super supportive. Yeah, they're like super the type supportive of, of each other, even though she's fight. like she's at a higher level than he is at his, at his career. It doesn't like seem to bother him. So at fucking, yeah. fucking supportive. Yeah, like they both they both have their love. They both have their faith. Like you, like they're like you can look I at them, that, them and be people. like their fucking couple's goals. Yeah, you know. Yeah, fuck um, Ms. and Maurice. I want to see their fucking yeah, show, right? Bro. Right. Um, <laughs> but they'd have to be on VH1. I couldn't get on USA. But. uh yeah, like I, I think with that with that little mini documentary, like they they did a great job of introducing the world right, to yep. to who who Bianca that, Belair that is. That got me, dude. But I think like her work alone um, would get her noticed. She can be, and Brandon mentioned this earlier. Uh, she can go a very long way, yeah, and she can do that both as a babyface. And as a heel, because right. if you but see her did... heel run in NXT, dude. she was hitting yeah. her fucking yeah. stride. Before she got called up, but why did why didn't you like that though at the end? Be, because she she shouldn't be seen as a babyface. She should be seen as that next fucking person. Like okay, like she beat like yes she greet or I'm sorry she beat the great Sasha Banks, right. but it shouldn't seem like she, like she had. To I get what you're saying. So, so instead of like right. a, okay, so instead yeah. of an under underdog situation you wanted it more presented as like an official passing right of this the is torch. Like, exactly this is the Legit. next bad bitch to live exactly but i, I think that. it did that i think it did that it could, yeah. with with the uh, yeah, underdog kind of, story because now it's like the underdogs arrived like I just i'm not an underdog anymore super super white meat baby face with yeah it, man. like I, like how baby kind of got it, well not well how Fucking uh, Drew does it like yeah. you know. Like it it Drew gets old. Super when you to go to dive too if deep she could, into if it. If she shows up on fucking Monday, like I just want to thank. Every, oh yeah, I'm yeah. gonna be so fucking mad, bro. Yeah. Like let it go. I you know what? The farthest I like any of that was her super emotional before get, the match. Remember she yep. got a little teary. You get that the, actually pissed me off a little bit. I was like, no, you're doing yeah, this wrong. You, but I didn't mind that. Like I said, I'm talking about the limit. Like what's how how far out into this? How the white face baby? What do they call it? white meat baby face shit? Yeah, that's as far as I want to see her in that department. I like her tough. I like her. I like her John Cena esque. Yeah, like, do your fucking See, but nowadays, job and win, bitch. And this is how it goes. Like now, nowadays, I'm gonna win. You you have to do the baby face run, like the thank yous and the oh my god, I can't believe it as shoot interviews, and then you know what I'm saying. Don't bring that huh. to the main stage, right? So it's kind of like YouTube stuff, like it's like in Paul Durham where he's teaching Nuke how to fucking do a baseball interview, yeah. and he's like, "This is fucking boring," and he's like, "Dude, I'm telling you how to do this." Yeah, and then for the stage, bring a different persona, but. You know who she is. So we're about to go inside and watch night two of WrestleMania. Oh, wait, real quick. Evander Holyfield is going to fight? Who? We'll talk about that. Uh, To fight Kevin McBride in exhibition. Kevin McBride? Are you serious? Swear to God. We'll talk about that later. All right. I guess 97 and shit. We will be right back. Mm. You're listening to the Fun Uncle Podcast. Hey everyone, it's your fun uncle dude, and I'm here to talk to you about something pretty neat. Have you ever seen anyone walking around with a custom tumbler and think to yourself, man that's so cool, I wish I had one? Well you can. Kerrigan's Creations is your one-stop shop for all your custom needs. Whether you want a tumbler to take to the gym with inspirational quotes to help keep you motivated, 
or something for your morning coffee that's going to catch the eyes of everyone in your office. Your fun Auntie Kerrigan has got you covered. Just go to linktree.com slash Kerrigan's Creations, that's Kerrigan with a K, and Creations with a K, to see all the cool custom items she offers, or check out the show notes for all her links. Welcome back, part two of episode 28. 28. Dang. Uh, so we just watched night two of WrestleMania. What'd you guys think? I was happy. I liked it. I was happy with all the outcomes. Yeah. <laughs> all the outcomes. Yeah, it was a good one. I we, we, we talked about this briefly, like, watching the show, but, like, I prefer two nights. Even before COVID, me and yeah. dude were like, they need to break this fucking shit up, dude. It'd be yeah, better it's too for long. the city. It's, like, it, it's a lot. Like, what was it, six to eight hour show yeah. sometimes? Yeah. Like, stop it. It's bro. a lot easier to, di- to digest. Yeah. If, uh, I, I'm still not used to two nights yet. Like, I, I feel like it's taken away from the main events for, like, having two main events and, like, two co-main events. I get events. that because I feel that a little as well, where it's like, well, but when you have no, like, real main event. See, but when you have two, like, major belts for each brand, you like, can't. Right, you yeah. have to kind of, yeah. you can't book one better than the other. Yeah, because then it's like, yeah. well, then, you know, obviously, they Raw is their flagship. So then at that point, yeah. do you think um, each night should represent each brand, or do you think they should no. mix it up? They're, they're, yeah, I think they should mix it up. Yeah. Um, you know, like I was happy to see last night the girls' main event for the SmackDown yeah. women's title. Yeah, because a lot of people, some people, go ahead. And and, the, and tonight, you know, it was the um, the Universal title, which is SmackDown's main title. So it's kind of like, yeah. you know, with, um, with all the love that Raw constantly gets for being their flagship brand, like it was nice to see uh, SmackDown get a little love, you know, on their biggest show of the right. year. Yeah, and a lot of people don't watch. Like, I mean, some people only watch Raw. Some people only watch SmackDown. So, to get them in the same show, it, it you know, it kind of draws attention to the other one. Like, oh, man, I haven't been paying attention to SmackDown. Damn, that's pretty dope. They got some good storylines going on. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? The, uh, the main event was uh, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan... And I was satisfied. Edge, really good, like damn good yeah. main event. Um, had everything you could fucking want between those three. I personally like. I was, uh, even though I wanted Roman to, uh, to win, um, and the reason I wanted that is because number one, um, Brian's gonna be retired soon. Number two, Edge is old as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, no, so, so yeah, so it makes no sense. But I, I honestly thought like Edge was going to win, and, I and Brian was added to the match to take the pin. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Keep Roman strong. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, because uh, yeah, because that way you keep Roman strong, and Edge gets the title. Right. Send everybody home happy. But I mean, I just like hearing it. actually how they booked it was fucking cool. Yeah, for it was me. perfect. Like, that was exactly what I wanted out of it. I love this. Fucking I mean, just hearing OG Roman, just hearing the, uh, the the crowd reaction, like you know, good for good for them. You Speaking know, they, of crowd reactions, we got to talk about like how dead they were during the women's match. That, that was a bit. Oh of a yeah, that was that was annoying because I'd like that match better than the KO and 
Sammy. Sammy match. I liked it better the than girls that. Girls match was good. The finish seemed a little like rough. I hate seeing Asuka, someone with such like a yeah. strong background. Like I don't mind seeing her like lose clean, but like to just like a, a finisher like off the cuff. Like it didn't. She was about right. to lose, or she was about to win, and then she takes like a quick finisher that wasn't yeah. super amazing, and then one, two, three. It's like oh man, yeah. But I fucking love Oscar, so I'll be a little bit partial towards that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, Sammy. Sammy Open up that lid. Let's feed him. You're out of your fucking mind, fool. He's on the lid. He's on oh, the yeah, lid. So right we got a scorpion. Yeah, I think so. We got a scorpion on the, the kid, table. The kid's caught a scorpion. And he's just sitting right here in the tube. And it's crawling up the sides. Over there on the left? Oh my god, it's out! Dude, it's on the side! Watch out! Ah-ah! Yeah, no, it's, it's a trip, man. Like, he. No, he. I think he's hanging upside down right now. He's upside down. Yeah, he's hanging oh, upside his down. His fucking hand is coming through this. Thing. <laughs> look at that. That's a trick. High five. That's scary. High five in the fucking. Stay. Oh, those are his fucking. Stay. Coming through. His fucking pinchers. Yeah, pinchers coming through the lid, bro. He's, he's trying like, to fucking put the stinger through. Right. He's not like, feeling this. Like I'm gonna fucking get oh, you. Yeah, but what I was initially talking about was it up. was Hulk Hogan. Oh, getting Hulk booed. Hogan getting booed. Good. Fuck Every you, time to. They, uh, t- uh, what's his name? Titus. Yeah, Titus came out, started talking. Hogan started talking. Boo! Titus started talking, and it was silent. And then Hogan came back. <laughs> you could hear that shit. And it was like five times. <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't like when it happened once, and you're like, are they booing Hulk? After the third time you started talking, yeah. they start booing. You're like, they are for sure booing Hulk Hogan right now. Which is so fucking funny. I said when we were in there, I was like, what if you're like 14 right now and you didn't know? You would think he was just some fucking goon. You didn't, you'd never guess that that guy standing there getting semi-booed right now used to run this whole shit. Right? Hulkamania is... I, mm. Like, I feel confident in saying he's dead. Because he's not allowed in AEW. AEW banned him. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, they banned him. It's like, we're good. Yeah, what the man. fuck would he Where's do with a brand like that? That'd be sick. yeah, that wouldn't be right. But I mean, I guess they could play off the their TNA title, thing. <laughs> but yeah, man, oh, like, man. Night two was dope. Night two was really dope. I liked it. Did we get into any? I was satisfied NXT? with everything. Any of the first night, the, one night, two night of NXT? What did we end off? Do you remember? Um, we kind of went over both nights. We talked. Uh, we ended the NXT talk talking about. Uh, we did talk much about the first night MSK. We, we 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 talked about O'Reilly and Adam Cole. Uh, we kind of touched a little bit on uh, on Finn Balor and Carrying uh, yeah. Cross, which was disappointing. It wasn't amazing. It was good. Whatever. I'm happy at the outcome. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Cross has always been that way, though. Like he he's always been, you know, like like he was never the best, like. You know, PWG wow. type wrestler. That motherfucker's going through the lid. the lid. What the hell? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, right? He's really trying to get out right now. Man, I kind of feel bad it's, now. It's, <laughs> we got this uh, like insect holder, and the lid has a bunch of like holes in it. Little plastic lid. You yeah, we got to take a picture the of it. <laughs> the lid has a uh, little light you can clip on, and all this. It's cool for a little insect catcher type deal. But this fucking guy, Here, if you could get a little side. picture of him getting that with his little thing. Or video, out. yeah, just video, and then we could just screenshot yeah. the we'll fucking, thing. We'll, we'll, we'll put, like, picture or video on our Instagram. 
This is hilarious. But it is a trip guy. just seeing these <laughs> He's a little room. scorpion, too. Yeah, little, little tiny scorpion just trying to fucking get out. We, there's holes in there, motherfucker. We're letting you breathe right now. <laughs> You're lucky. Oh, oh, he's camera shining. He's now. just like a kid. Look, he does the cutest shit, and then yeah. when you press record, they sit their ass <laughs> down. They don't want no part of it. Like, no, I'm good. Like, he, I think he knows. Like, okay, do you think that there's things that, do you, like, without having to say words, like, you could just feel? Oh, there he goes. There he goes. There you go. Yeah. What I want to know is, where's your mom and fucking daddy at? Huh. Like uh, acid. Have you ever had an acid trip or a mushroom trip where like yes. your homies think the same thing? Do you think animals or insects have that ability? I think yeah, I think I kind of do. Like when you think about not a real specific word, but like a word like the ether, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's that like membrane so to speak of shared space like energy, hmm. you know? Yeah. I think that's a thing. I mean, you walk in and you feel vibes like that's a real thing, right? you know? When you know and you I mean, you can, it's anything. When you know you're about to get in a fight, when you know you're about to bang, you know what I mean? Like, there's, mm-hmm. a, there's like, a vibe in the fucking... Oh, that, that reminds me, like, um, okay, so I went to go see Derek Carr. This is, this, is a, this is a quick story, but I went to see Derek Carr. And speaking of that, okay, so check this out. So, like, Derek Carr is a different type of dude. What do you mean by that? Like, he, okay, so he, he has this story. Like, dude, he, he went dope. Like, he, he went in, he mentioned... Just a little uh, sentence out of the Bible, and he just went off and just was like, "This is." So, but he he was he was talking about like how his wife, you know, cooked dinner or whatever, and he has three people that he mentors, and they go into his room, and he was like, you know, and and at first, you know, she'd come in, knock at the door, and now she knows to just listen. He was like, "Cause I'm a different type of dude. I don't like, like I catch the Holy Ghost." You know what I mean? So, like, when he's mentoring these people, he doesn't just talk to them. Like, they sit in the room, and they feel, and they catch the Holy Ghost. So, check this. So, he, everybody puts their head down to pray at the end, and then he says, all right, everybody raise their hand if you, you know, want to, you know, want, you know, the normal ending, if you want to come up here and the get altar your. altar call. Right, the altar call. And then, so. Uh, <laughs> the normal ending. So, the people that I went with. <laughs> Uh, they start staring at you. No, no, no. One of because I didn't go up. I, I raised my hand, but I didn't go up. You know, because everybody's got their hand down. Everybody's eyes are closed. So, yeah, yeah. You know, and but he went up, and uh, I guess like you know he he's been having a gambling problem or whatever, mm-hmm. and his dad is you know he's an ex. His brother is a made man, right? So like he's got problems. Uh-huh. Like he's legit, and he's got gambling problems too. And so he goes up there, and there's probably like twenty people up there, and. The music's playing, and Wait, Derek Carr goes. Hold on, just real, real quick. When you say his brothers are made man, are you talking about um, David Carr? No, I'm. T- I'm talking about the people that I went with. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. So the people that I went with, like, like you know, like they're legit deep into it, right? And so he goes up there. The son of the father who I went with, he goes up, and then he went to one person, and he kind of like Derek Carr, like put his arms over this one guy, and then he went over. He only did this to two people, the one guy at first and then Michael. And he went over to Michael. He said, where, uh, where, where's the gentleman you were sitting next to? And so he kind of turned around and, you know, flagged him over to come over. And for like, I don't know, a minute or two, he had his arms over uh, the dad. And he was like okay, he was saying generational curses. You guys need to break the generational curse. 
And when he was doing this, he was praying over him. And I walked up right next to him, and Derek Carr had chills on his arms, praying over this guy, saying, you need to break the generational curse. It's like, how the hell did you pick out this person and just start praying over him and tell him what they need to hear? It's out a of good everyone. Little, like, introduction to like you know what, what the idea of like faith is because someone will walk in and, and people with like a like a biblical Christian supernatural idea like worldview they'll talk about that just like well because the author of life told him and we're all connected to him and he knows us every hair on our head and all the kind of stuff you know about the attributes of God and God's spirit the Holy Spirit told him yeah You're so be a conduit for this information and you got to have this kind of moment and try to break this guy and bring him to you know the cross but how do you, how do you know like like how was he spot on how the did same intuition you have every day so i mean when people talk about like oh you need to walk in the spirit you hear christians talk like that a lot because when you there's like a fleshy intuition that you have that's kind of worldly and fucked up and evil that everybody deals with in their own mind it's like it's similar to that good angel bad angel on your shoulder shit and if you just constantly in faith Take those steps and do exactly what God's telling you to do. You'll be fucking shocked with how. So like, I got like you'll get those things. Like you'll walk up to this person and ask him about their fucking uncle. And so I got start three crying on the bus. You're like, what? The that's fuck? a trip, dude. That happens all the so time. So I got three pictures, and this 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 was the image. So you can see me with the backwards Raiders hat, <laughs> and then you see me standing next to her dad, and then you see Derek Carr right there. That's right after he stopped. Started praying with them and left. Yeah, just mark those up so I don't say. It's all good. Yeah, no. So yeah, I'll post those too so you can get like the image. It was the weirdest. And then when I wa- see him have chills, it's like, dude, that's legit. Well, that was one of those things where I didn't have because I've done a ton of those kind of drugs. The like really kind of like spiritual esque drugs. You know what I mean? Mushrooms and acid and fucking buttons and well, you know peyote, I guess, and that kind of stuff. And so I know what that, like, what those, like, really kind of, like, heavy experiences are like, but they're always, like, from something external. It's from taking something. It's from doing something. But when you have something heavy like that happen in church, and you haven't even had a drink of booze, you right. haven't smoked any weed, nothing. there's nothing, like, externally entering you to change your bio, your chemistry. You know what I mean? There's something else but there. there's something happening. It, that was always real interesting for me. I was like, how do you... How do you write that off? Because as a like I said, right. as a person who's done those drugs, a ton of that <clears throat> stuff, it's like, no, bro, it's the same as that, but it's it's orchestrated by the Father and the Spirit rather than you eating mushrooms or acid or whatever the fuck you did to get yeah. to that like spiritual plane. You know, the the invisible realm, the spiritual heavenly realms. Those things are accessible, but the Bible asks us that we don't like dabble with it. <clears throat> on our own like we shouldn't go to psychics and like kind of like we shouldn't get into that, that kind of shit that's so funny you said that it. there's a way so the like, spiritual realm is real but you shouldn't dabble in it because it's more than you think and i mean that's just the prescription from heaven like is it does, does that include like just getting like a like a a tarot reading all that kind of shit yeah dude. It, 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 anything that takes your your trust and pleasures away from the true king of the universe because now you're getting into this idea that these cards have the power. These uh, yeah. astrology holds the answers. The universe versus a personal god, like you know what I mean. Like all these kind of occultish kind of I- ideas that spring up in supernaturalism. 
those kind of things that take you away from Christ are like they're just not prescribed for obvious reasons. If the truth is hmm. that there's this king with a kingdom at hand and you just have to repent, take a knee to the king, and you can enter this kingdom and never worry about dying, inherit hmm. eternal life, all the little phrases and shit you've heard. If that stuff is real, then all that other stuff has like major implications. Dude. That's why a lot of Christians have a hard time trying to parse out, well, you know, I... I like ghosts are real, and my grandma showed up and told me this, this, and this, or or past lives. When people yeah, talk about I was this in the past, I, it kind of takes away from a biblical Christian Jesus Christ centered universe worldview, and kind of gives power to other things. And you know, mm. if your soul and eternity's eternity is at stake, then it's kind of a big deal. That's why like, I, I get both sides when you get into this kind of stuff and then Christians get real rigid and real standoffish and people that are just, you know, I'm spiritual, I'm not religious. That, that brand of people are always like, see, Christians are such a pain in the ass about this. You know, why can't it be this? Why can't their truth be their truth? That was their grandma. Or, you know, mm. astrology is real. Why can't they just accept that truth? <clears throat> because if those truths lead you away and keep yourself eternally locked out, of a relationship with God, it's a big fucking deal, yeah. dude. It, it's it, but what if it you go into it like of, spiritually, like like you see well, the is spiritual spiritually. End of it. The, it's fundamentally spiritual in nature, so there is no. That's how it gets blanketed in because everyone goes, well, you know, spirituality's good, and it, well, you hear like it as a general, like you see that kind of stuff on like positive Instagram accounts where they're just kind of like dig into your spiritual self and this kind of shit, and it's like. Christians are always like, well, be careful with that because it can lead you into a couple of things that'll keep you away from Christ, and that might keep you away from God when you die. Which is a, you know, if if the whole thing is true, if the whole rap is legit, then that's a big fucking deal. So, so there's a reason why Christians are real rigid and weird about that shit. So, quick question: When you say um, they're, you know, the 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 general sentiment is careful with that. So, is their stance like? Go, you know, go ahead and do whatever learning you need to do. Just be wary. Well, I, you know what, it's pretty black and white. You're not supposed to dabble with the bullshit because again, it'll lead you into some certain situations. Is that something that you can? uh, Yeah, there's Deuteronomy. There's a ton of stuff, but there's there's no, but like like Satan hammers. What is that? Like get repentance for or whatever. What what did you say? Like you know how like when you go and just try to get, get repentance or whatever, and Repent, and that's just when you change. Repent just means to change your course. But then, like, he tells you, go do 10 Hail Marys or whatever. Like, people that's joke about that. Dude. People, people conflate. Is right? that something you can get forgiven for? I don't know, man. I'm not fucking Catholic, bro. I'm a Bible guy. Catholics kind of have, they, they do a couple things different. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's, it's hard to explain without being, like, sounding like an asshole or sounding like Catholics are fucking not Christians. Catholics are a little weird. I can say oh, yeah. that. Growing just, up so a Catholic. Carr grew up in a penitentiary. Pentecostal? Pentecostal house. Okay, so house. He, he's, he's knee-deep in the crazy shit. Yeah. And I just mean crazy shit as I mean <clears throat> Pentecostal groups are really, really open to heavy supernaturalism. There's a lot are of Christians the, the, that don't play that are shit. Are they the speak-in-tongues kind? Yeah, that's yeah. one of their little okay. hallmarks. They do, do, they did he do that shit? And all that no, shit. but, I mean, he did without speaking in tongues. He, he spoke. He yeah, spoke, I get dude. it. I, 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 don't, I don't find, like, a huge biblical like precedents for that. I know there's a ton of arguments. I fucking know them all. I just don't think that that perspective, when you read acts and the kind of verses that they draw from that to, 
justify this booby dooby dooby doo kind of language, this angel language, this secret heavenly language. Not, I don't think that's how it was at all. I think when they're talking about speaking in tongues, it's a bunch of fucking guys that are from the same area, and all these Jews are visiting the area because of their celebration, and they're you know they have different dialects. There's Jews from this part of the world. There's Jews from that part of the world, and now all these fucking fishermen are talking. Let's you know, for example, Italian, and they're talking perfect Spanish, and they're talking fucking Asian languages. You know what I mean? It gets yeah. like, how the fuck are these guys doing this? They call them, you know, all these assholes are drunk, and they're like, we're not drunk. It's it's barely nine a.m. <laughs> <laughs> like, and so that's the get that that's the back and forth that you hear with a lot of things regarding tongues. You know, well, you know, it's a secret angelic language. I've heard that, and I'm like. The fuck are you getting that from? Uh, I don't know. I don't like to get into like anything theological that like separates the church. I'm not a huge fan of getting into. Everyone should have their opinion and be studied up on it. But you see a lot of like wars with that kind of shit where you, it's called like non salvific. If we're arguing about something that doesn't have anything to do with where your spirit might lay on the other side of this earth, then I'm not really concerned. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mere Christianity, they call it Orthodox Christianity. Deity, death, resurrection, repentance. Like, those are the things that I think are in stone that we should focus on and make you a better neighbor and make a better understanding of biblical worldview. The other stuff is just kind of like inside baseball. It's, dare I say, it's almost subjective, where whatever tradition you kind of came up in, you lean that way, and then you hear the arguments from other sides, and you're like, oh, shit, My, my thing, my position isn't as lock solid as I thought, you know. It gets clunky, and it causes a bit of division, and that's a big fucking bummer. Dude. Well, a lot of the Bible that. is interpretation. I hear that, but it's also not. like <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah. but... Touche. Yeah. I don't know. Anything else uh, come out of that uh, Derek Hurst speaking event? No, just, just that I look at him totally different now. Not in a bad way, but, like, he's a different... Like, it, it makes a lot of sense now to why he has the most fourth-quarter comebacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like for real. Like when you put this guy, in, uh, when you put him on his back, dude. Like he comes out on top. Yeah, but how many playoff wins does he have? Well, they've never had a chance because the defense isn't good enough. Oh, but I thought he could just fucking take over a game. It, 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 it's hard when you don't have a defense. Um, I mean, you know how many like not good defenses Tom Brady has had, but not as bad as the Raiders. It's just it's it's excuse after excuse. Well, we'll, we'll see. Good we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I think Las Vegas brings a different vibe to Car, so I think you know a. Hopefully, I'm the one energy that he needed to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> he says with his Bills Mafia beanie on. Right, you got to represent. That's his oh, it's funny too. He said, "Any Raiders fans? Any uh, anybody else? Whatever. Somebody else? Chiefs." Get them out of here. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking, just joking. But now nah, he really did that, though. He, he said, but he said, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know he was like on some like speaking at the church that, type stuff. He 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 read it, he he wrote it off perfect too because in the very beginning he started talking about football, and then he would subtly say, "But that's not what we're here for." I'm not this person. He went into a story. He said, I already know what I'm going to do. He said, other one? Tim Tebow is like a super. Yeah. Yeah, Tim Tebow is super Christian. One thing Card did that that stuck with me. He said, said, I already know what I'm going to do after I retire. And I don't feel like I need to wait 
and tell Vin to do it. He said, so I'm starting now. Yeah. I, you know, like he already knows he's going to be a preacher. He already knows all this yeah. stuff. On a, tra- a chain of strip clubs, he's going to buy them <laughs> cash. Cash. That would be smart, but yeah. hey, that's sure. funny too because he was talking about like how you can do how you can. Uh, uh, he what one of his main things was how you can uh, he wants you to talk donate. like you like talk like you're positive, but not live in a spirit. So like you can you can say anything you want, but if you don't live in a spirit, it means nothing. No, I believe I know what that. I mean, there's a similar vein thought that kind of comes to mind when you said that i read something real quick like might have even been a meme or something like that but it was similar in nature where they're talking about you can believe all the right things but if you're not living with a changed heart then it doesn't fucking matter like none of that means anything you can believe all the right theologies and understand all the stuff but if you're still like if you don't have a if you have an unrepentant hardened heart and you're not really Walking around trying to be more right. like the king, you're not really exactly thinking about him with every yeah. decision you make. It's and little things like that you're too. You're a shit member of the kingdom. Yeah, like you know this stuff, but like it just takes a certain time when you have to be ready for it, and you know it has to make sense to you at that time. Like I could have heard that same thing, you know, two weeks ago, probably even for somebody else, and it wouldn't have meant the same thing that it did. Yeah, timing's important with how you like how information clicks. I always think of those funny ass times where like. You know, your old man's been telling you this piece of advice forever, and then your coach says it's slightly different, and you go home, and you're like, Dad, you know what coach said to me? It really struck me. (laughs) And then your dad's like, dude, I've been telling you that since you were fucking nine, bro. Like, what is wrong? Like, I think it's a similar thing. (laughs) So did did you come out of this, like, feeling any any different besides, besides, you know, you're you're, going to look at him in a different light? Oh, yeah, no, definitely, because I totally, like, it was the weirdest thing, like, like, I, I had depression, you know, like, I, I just always kind of feel like, ah, whatever I do, blah, like, there's very few things where when I look, for, when I when I look about what I'm going to do, like, just if it's just go out and eat or whatever, I'm just like, ah, blah, whatever, but there's certain things where I'm like, okay, that'll be fun, like, I, I, I want to do that, but when I was sitting there, it was like every little thing that, like, I was thinking of, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing, I want to do everything now, like, I don't care what it is, if it's just... You know, going out to fucking walk by myself and listen to music, that sounds amazing. Before it's just like, nah, whatever, you know. You know, it's just like, like I felt good about every little thing I thought about, you know? Yeah. And you. and it was like, a, it, 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 it was, it's just weird. Like, like he, like, not, like, yeah, so like he did change a lot of the way that I think about things. Like I'm definitely, like from after that, I'm definitely going to start doing things different. Okay. Looking at things differently. Like, he did change me, for sure. Not just the way I look at him, but he changed me. Yeah. Does uh, does Christian, or I should say, what is the general Christian view on things like chakras and that kind of stuff? Good, good question. Well, it doesn't really, yeah. ma- it doesn't get maxed out. Like, it doesn't get parsed out amongst Christians that often because it's it's, it's different stuff. And then Christian theology is so robust and the lifestyle is so important, you know, like the change, the unrepentant, the focusing on Christ, all that stuff is such a big deal. You don't get a lot of time to, like, dig into the other stuff. But, that, I mean, I hate bringing up his name because it's such a fucking disappointment, but Ravi Zacharias did a lot of uh, good work regarding 
Eastern world religions and how oh, they yeah, kind of relate. He was, he was Indian? Fucking Indian, yeah. yeah. He grew up in that game. So he, he had a good... He had a good, like, body of work. He's got a uh, book called uh, From East to West, and then he's got another one called uh, Jesus Amongst the Other Gods and just kind of does a back and forth of different worldviews and what, you know, the, <clears throat> the, the Christian distinctions between worldviews and, it, you know, Christianity. But chakras and all that, like, I always say... Christianity is a super fucking supernatural worldview, dude. But a lot of Christians are selectively supernatural, where they believe in a virgin birth, they believe in walking on water, and they believe in the resurrection. But if you talk about chakras or psychics, it's like, oh, that's a bunch of hooey. It's like, I don't understand how, how you decided what's, what supernatural claims are real or whatnot. To me, the fact that there, that there is a supernatural worldview that I believe in, that supernaturalness, I guess, is definitely up for fucking debate. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's definitely a thing. And since there's, like, instruction not to dabble in it, besides the relationship with Yahweh, then it, it just kind of, like, secures it more for me. And it's like, oh, this other shit is real. It's just not prescribed by design from the designer. You know what I mm. mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah. It's all that shit is real. I believe in vibes. I believe, dude, when I was a kid, I knew this girl who used to, like, see this, the, the rings around know. people, dude. Hmm? Do I know her? Shannon. She used to, like, see, like, people would walk by, and she'd get, like, all, like, standoffish. Yeah, and I'd yeah, be like, yeah. what's up? And she's like, oh, he was, like, really purple and dark I've, and, like, green. I've, I've, green told you, good one. I've, I've told you before, I don't know if you remember, but there have been times where we've had our fucking, our late night talks, and it was like, I just, like, look up and fucking look at you, and I can see some fucking shit around you. A halo? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's like a, just like a. That's when the spirit roams yeah, yeah, through you. Yeah. Hey, you can see it. That you shit is real, man. That shit is that? real. It's just not Christians don't like parse it out bravely because it's I don't I don't know. There's a real bubble situation with Christianity. It's different? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, any kind of situation, like I don't know. It's like it's like the beef that pastors get for like not having like good apologetics. It's like their mainstay is keeping families together, keeping them motivated for the kingdom, keeping a healthy study, keeping a healthy community of people. Like, their job is fucking big. So, like, I don't get too mad at them when they don't have, like, good defense measures when it comes to their faith. Because, like, dude's example always is, you know, you walked up to, you know, a catechism teacher and asked a couple of questions, and they're like, ah, we don't do that here. It's like, that's a big fucking deal. And pastors get a lot of shit because they, uh, you know, apparently, hopefully not so much since apologetics has taken, like, a pretty big burst in, like, standard... Christianity versus kind of being this fringy thing that only a couple of them did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I think of that where like, big high-end Christians don't have proper Christian apologetics like as part of their daily sermons or anything like that is the same reason why, you know, typical Christians can't dive in and parse out chakras and fucking past lives and all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Just all those other supernatural claims from other world religions. I think someone, I forgot who said it, but there's a good quote along those lines where, like, every, there, there's, there's data points in every single world religion that are absolutely true. Yeah. But they don't get the whole. The whole of the truth is missing. You can plug in these different Is that truths. something that you learn or just have within you? What do you mean? Like, <clears throat> the, damn, I forget, I, 
I was just, I just felt that I don't know what words you said that made me think. That. <laughs> but you were saying something that made me think, like, like, you, I don't know. Well, it's like I think of like stuff like karma, where people talk about uh, karma. Like, if you break that down as like just a raw experience of like you feel like these things should happen to those people, and here the basic. Good things should happen to good people. Bad things should happen to bad people. There's this karmic cycle that's alive and well and that kind of has a say in our daily lives. Well, I think that experience comes from the... So that's the that's the that's a different world religion, right, that claims that karma is a thing. Christianity doesn't claim that specific cycle, but you can grab that truth and plug mm. it into Christianity because, because there is ultimate justice that... Morality is a real object. I believe in objective morals that we do have this like eternal cry for justice in our spirit, and then we try to justify that, or at least you know our our care for justice manifests in this whole idea of karma. So karma itself, by itself, I don't think is like the truth, the way that it's explained to some folks. But I think you can right. plug in the experience of that real truth hmm. into the whole of Christianity. I think Christianity is fascinating because you can do that with all the shit. Everything that's true can fit in there. I don't know. Is there something? Okay, so is that something that you can tap into all the time? Like, okay, so you said Samantha, she could feel the energies, right? And you say that, like, sometimes it just kind of, like, sometimes it's good, but not 100% of the time. What if you do have that 100% of the time? Is that a gift or a curse? I think all things are talents, you know what I mean? It just, you can, like how we talk about tools, you always hear people say you can build a fucking hospital with a hammer or you can sink it into somebody's head. Like, that tool has to be managed and managed towards the king. Yes. So if you have a talent, just because the talent is expressed in our modern vocabulary as some Eastern mysticism, that doesn't mean that it's not a real tool that you can use for Christ. We just under We just hear the words and we go straight to, you know... A more of a Eastern right. mystic ideal. I saw this um, this TikTok video last night, actually, and um, it was a guy who was like talking about chakras, and he's like, uh, "Turn your volume up, listen to the sound; it'll reset your shit." That four thirty-five hertz or something. Yeah, like that. and like so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had this like two hertz, whatever. I, so yeah, he had this you big switch fucking. Your music to it. He had he had this big fucking like. Remember those uh the, the the sticks from the fucking um that dipping shit? You know, you from the fucking uh from the ice cream truck, the uh-huh. the had the powder with the fucking stick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, fun dips. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, it looked like that, stick. but just fucking huge. And he was like rubbing it around this bowl. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and I was like, I was like, whatever. As soon as he fucking started doing it, I felt fucking weird, like. <laughs> like between really? my fucking eyebrows, that third eye joint. Like, but like yeah. soothe, like like oh, this feels nice. And then I was like, no, fucking coincidental, right? As soon as he stopped, it stops. Yeah. I was like, are you oh, wait? Fuck? Okay, so are, are you talking about that sound that where where you rub it and it's like, mm. yeah. no, it's not. It's not deep not like that. that. It's like it's like a super light like, ooh, like yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. When I went to see my spiritual guide in San Diego, she did that over, like I was laying on the bed, she did it over my head, and I, it, like my body just felt like it was vibrating with the sound. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah, Christians, like that's the thing I think Christians should stop doing is getting into those conversations super defensive, like, 
all that's the bullshit, all that's the devil, da 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 It's like you, you're rushing in so quick on it. Like, acknowledge that that shit is real. Because when you come in and say that it's all nonsense, then you're kind of devaluing the emotion and the experience of the person you're trying to talk to. Yeah, you don't yeah. want them to do that to I'm, you. Yeah, I'm going to walk in and right. be like, well, dude, you know that's all bullshit. It's like, but, the fuck do you think you are? Especially when the Christian worldview is so supernatural. It's like, okay, so so this little bit of, I don't know, pseudoscience perhaps, that we found this this ancient vibrational sound, this frequency that affected me physically, that doesn't make any sense to you, but some fucking guy walking on water 2,000 years ago, you can take that to the bank. Yeah. Like, the ball's on you, bro. Like, I don't know, Christians freak me out sometimes with that shit. Well, just in general, where it's like, you guys close down everything else except for those 66 yeah. books. And I get why, and I agree with you, but if we're doing, you know, if if the goal is to... Make disciples of all nations, all ethnos, turn well, everybody guess, into I guess a I kingdom could, I guess I could see how they connect like that type of feeling with the devil or you know, with Satan or whatever because, well, because it's such a it's such a it's a short answer. It's a it's a correct short answer that is that demands unpacking and parsing out mm-hmm. and fucking nuance too, because you know, that's from the devil. It's like, oh bro, now you, now the imagery that comes in people's mind, the language you just use, now you just sound like yeah. a fucking psycho. But you know, you know, the funny thing is, I'll I'll tap tap your shoulder and go like, she's not wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, because yeah. ultimately, that's the kind of shit that leads you. Yeah. But see, but then I, it, it's not the shit that leads you to the devil, so to speak. Because if, if you have a healthy love for yeah. Christ and you're doing what you're doing for Him, and you're, you don't even look that way. You, you okay, know, but first you don't look that way. But if it's something, see, I think about like uh, Gentiles. Because there's like Jews who kind of grew up with the worldview that Jesus was kind of expanding upon through his himself. You know what I mean? Him mm-hmm. being the Messiah, the Messiah being slightly different than what they kind of thought he was going to be. The suffering servant, the resurrection, like all these things weren't exactly like crystal clear in Orthodox Judaism. Um, but it was part of the worldview. So these guys mm-hmm. had like an inside track. They knew what he was talking about a little better than people of the area that didn't have any sort of like Orthodox Judaism around them. So there's a bunch of people that grew up a certain way, nothing like Jesus. And this is a big deal with early Christianity. Are you talking about this is like BC or are you talking about this is AD? Are you talking about just now in general, like the way of life? Well, just back, in, back in the day when this started. So like, like after you know, that, no, like right after? Like how different <clears throat> things like are, right, we're talking about how the, if you, if you had grown up and before you knew Christ was the truth, before you took a knee and tried to become part of this kingdom and you already kind of dabbled around these things and you found great, uh, like comfort, like how dudes say, you know, you do the little bowl thing, the vibrational sound. And if that's a thing that got you through, then I don't think you turning to Christianity I don't think you need to throw that away immediately because if your heart's mm. full of the Holy Spirit, I don't think I get in a lot of shit for stuff like this, like yoga. People always tell Christians, don't do yoga. It's ancient uh, prayer techniques or it's, it's different kind of things that okay, honor so, different gods. Okay, but okay. Now, do you think that the reasoning for that is because, uh, you know how you say, well, shit, the way the world's going to end is somebody Scorpion keeps falling. <laughs> Satan's going to come and say that he's God or whatever, right? And he's going to trick everybody. Do you think that they're trying to say that this is a trick for you? Like like uh, the Tower of Babel. 
Like, you're not supposed to dabble in stuff like this. Do you think that's why they have Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I already explained the reasoning of why Christians take such a rigid stance against that stuff, and it makes a lot of sense. I just don't think it's a very good, like, I don't think it's a good approach when you're trying to make disciples and believers out of this whole nation, you know, or out of nations, ethnos, ethnicities. Point is, if you're a Christian, you're supposed to live a certain way and spread the good news. There's good news. There's a kingdom at hand with a good, good king, and... Despite what a piece of shit you are, and you know you are, you're still invited by a God who loves you, who loves you and knows all your bullshit. Think of that, bro. Think of someone that loves you and knows all your bullshit, all your nonsense. There's very few people in my life. There's no fucking people, dog. Like, to be honest. My mom. mom, Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess so. Even then, I'm sure sometimes she's like, this motherfucker sucks. (laughs) (laughs) It's just what it is. I'm a dad. There's sometimes the kids walk away, and I'm just like, that motherfucker sucks. To draw the line, because... Jesus never has that. Yeah, that. what is scorching fucking dialogue about sin, but always loving on people, loving the sinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I think it's a it's a it's a it's a not a very fruitful approach when people have different spiritual supernatural like notions preconceived you know how they came to the table with a couple of different beliefs and i don't think telling them that it's heading you know it's taking them straight to the devil or that they need to toss all that shit right, out right away is like super right. good i think you need more people that are engaged in worldly activities but filled with the spirit it's like it's how me and ty talk about like christian art like christian music like what well, no there should just be music by Christians right. that's in the world. Why do we have to have right. this separate Christian music kind yeah. of thing? I get it if you're talking about, like, well, for worship purposes, but there's hymns and there's a... I don't also know. for genre purposes. Yeah, but I don't... I, I think that's a mistake. I don't like that. I... Whenever you say Christian rock or Christian rap or whatever... Most worldly I people don't turn see the, the difference. around, dude. They don't, I don't like but that I don't even, But I don't even see the difference either. It's like, when I listen to it, it's... Dumb. So, I mean, but, okay, like... For instance, maybe Christian rock. But. You say you know it should just be music by Christians, mm-hmm. like okay. But how do you separate each? I love that sound. genre. Like, like what would you say about rap music? What do you mean? What would you say about like rap music? You, it's music made by black people? Like, how do you separate each genre? Because there's Christian rap or Christian rock when it could just be considered rock or rap. Like, why is it got to be? A Christian rapper, like he should be just good enough. Why? Why is it that Christianity is the only one where they draw the line to have to put something in front of it to explain that's, what that I mean, type of music is? That's not true because you can go into in, into subgenres. Like, like you take something like metal, right? Like metal is just a blanket term because you got Norwegian death metal, you got Japanese metal, uh, you have uh, Christian metal. Well, shit, they um, don't do that with rap because yeah. we got motherfuckers mumbling. There's still ain't no subgenre no, for that shit. I mean, there, there's mumble rap. There's, you know, there's classic, yeah, you know, hip hop. There's uh, fucking trap music. Okay. You're just yeah. talking about, like, naming distinctions. I'm talking about as a goal, as but as an as artist. But you, you kind of need that because then you then you find, you know, what you're, what you're really into. You know, like... Right, okay, yeah, if, so... If, if I'm looking yeah. for, like, a, you know, if, like... I just click a metal playlist, right? Like I don't, I don't like black metal. And when I say black metal, I don't mean like you know the color, skin, you know, right. skin color black. 
you know, I mean, like, there's, like, heavy, like, like hardcore, like, Norwegian death metal, like that. Yeah, so, like, it kind of gives the Christian the idea to go in and, like, seek it. Yeah, because I would hate that on my playlist. Like, that's a that's a automatic fucking skip. I see what you're saying. The but I also see what you're saying, too. The, but the subgenres aren't an issue with, like, there's basic Christian rap, basic, like, so... I don't like the idea that it's separated and not talking about from... It's separated through religion? Is that why? No. I. Uh, it's hard to explain, I think. I thought it was easy, but dude's, like, making it into, like... I'm not well, talking yeah, about kinda, the division of fucking how we name it and how we... Of course you need that, because if you're going into a fucking record store, you're going to want to know what you're looking for. But, like, right. that's, not what I, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about... The idea that if you're a Christian and you make rap, it's like Christian rap. It's like, no, you're a Christian that raps. You don't need to be a Christian fucking rapper. Just be really good at rapping. But it's 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 the content that that people see. Like. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing is no the Christian that's rap. Not true I don't either. notice any difference with Christian rap. Like when I hear Christian rap and I listen to it, I'm like. This shit just sounds like regular ass rap. To That's me. my fucking point. There isn't a huge distinction. It's not a in subgenre. It's not a different sound. It's rap, but they call it Christian because rap. Because he's like, Christian. But the content right. of the song is different. Like the I like content. Like if, if right. you hear, uh, but not all of it though. If you hear like a, for instance, like not let's, all go, let's go like wave. You know, like when I'm in high school, POD, right? POD. That's there. a great example. Put a limit. All right. What's um, POD? I forgot, what, I forgot what POD stands for. No, they're actually an example of what I'd like more of. Okay. They were guys but, who made music. Yeah. Oh, and they were Christian. They didn't come out like, oh, we're a Christian rock band. But you can tell their music is different by their content. Like, if you if you listen to but it, hold on, wait, fucking they, they have like different. one or two songs with that, but the rest of it isn't. So but all you need is one little... You can tell, like, their whole fucking album, like, it's just a different vibe, right? Like, if you listen to a POD song and then you listen to, like, a corn song... And I, by, but, by but, no but, means but am I saying that I'm a fan of this. But every album say, have to be like broke down. Right. So like, when you, well, when you say Christian is rock, but we're because the content. You automatically get turned this, off, but it's giving you positive, like, it's saying the right shit. It's saying shit that you need in your life, but it's automatically turned off because anything that has to do with, oh, Christian rap, Christian rock, that's just whatever, that's just whack. No, it's but just. But once the, you put that in front of it, it's just automatically taking off positive shit. Like, I don't like it. Like, it doesn't resonate with me in any way. Like, I'd rather hear fucking Jonathan Davis talking about fucking being coked out and wanting to kill himself. But not all Christian rock or Christian rap is Christian rap or Christian rock. Or not every Christian rapper or Christian rock band are, have all just straight Christian rock. So, Christian. like, you're mad that P.O.D. didn't come out with a big, no, like, oh, I'm by not, the way, I'm not we're mad. a Christian rock band. Because our content In no way did I say I was mad. But I'm saying, like, so what? what would you... Like I, if, if I were, an example of if, exactly what I'm talking about, where it's I like were, they came out and they were just a band that had nothing. To, but if you listen to it and if you ask them, they're like, "Oh yeah, we we're, we're Bible guys." I like that how that worked out much more than a rock band going like, "We're a Christian rock band." Well, then it's it like, should can be you just be a fucking rock band. Well, then then right. it should be I how they it. portray themselves. Don't sign, you know, like don't. There's always going to be don't something. Don't stick. It's always don't a stick with thing. like a fucking Christian only label. You know, try and get signed by Universal or fucking, you know, Sony or something by just having fucking good music. Don't uh-huh. automatically go to a Christian label and be like, hey. Yeah, you're explaining what songs. I don't like. But they don't fucking do that. They sure stick they with their fucking Christian shit. Uh-huh. And that's the issue I'm fucking talking yeah. about, man. Yeah, that's it. what I'm talking about. 
that's a that's a mistake. I don't think that's a good idea. And you're like, well, but there has to be the distinction. It's like, but there okay, is, then. there there is a All right, way. Then out, I don't know but... what to say. Then <laughs> there has to be a way to fucking know what kind of fucking content's coming in your. Fucking what kind of rock is this? Yeah. Is this love rock? rock? Is this exactly. money rock? What yeah. kind of rock is this? Because I don't want to listen to that shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. But what? Uh, yeah, I. I'm on the fence with this one, guys. <laughs> I don't know who to side with. Is there a famous Christian rapper? Yeah. What's his name? Lecrae. Yeah, Lecrae. He's probably the famous one. Lecrae. And if you put him on, and because he's that good, you wouldn't go, oh, this is such a good Christian rapper. You'd right. Go, you just say he's a, a good dope rapper. rapper. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's what I would like to see Lecrae more Lecrae is of. who I was thinking it's of. It's Francis Schaefer talking about, he talks about artists like that. And he did this fucking Isn't NF one a too? long time ago. Yeah. But there's he's a, not labeled a as a Christian rapper, though, and he's blowing up. But he is. Sufin Stevens is another guy. He listen, He makes that folky... But he's not defined as a Christian rapper, though. Yeah, and that, that that's what I like. And he's I huge. like when you can just be a fucking artist and your content... Oh, because here's the thing. You're trying to get into a media. If you're bubbled in, this message and this good vibe you're talking about that this Christian music may or may not provide for somebody, it's going to be locked in this Christian music bubble. So if it was just fucking music, it would be in the world and it would be a thing. NF is sick. NF is sick. People that are into Christian rap wouldn't even have fucking known who he is because he's not locked in that Christian bubble. You're mad because Christian rap gets a bad name. I would like that content to be put into the mainstream shit, but it's not. And it's because like, it that's has because they're locked into this Christian right. thing. Yeah. That's a bad idea, in my opinion. Like that's, that's a legitimate right. It's not a good idea. Every once in a while, people slip through, like fucking uh, Taylor Swift and Carrie Underwood. I wouldn't call those two Christians, though. Like, Christian music, by any means. I don't think there's anything in their messaging that... Like, Carrie Underwood was more country, but uh, fucking, what's her name? Fucking Tay-Tay uh, Tay was like... Mm. That was like her genre. Tay-Tay. Yeah, I don't know enough about it. I don't. She I, was I, like I never heard anything in their messaging that made me go, "Oh yeah, that doesn't make me want to be a better," Christian. or that makes me pumped up for Christ. Like I never got any of that. But it was also Taylor Swift. It was a tween when you were twenty-eight, dude. Yeah, that's what I mean. I never heard enough of it. I didn't know that they were part of that whole that whole little thing. Apparently, she's like a shitty person. That's what I hear too. Yeah, Doug, I don't understand any of these kids that, or I don't, I don't think. It's hard to understand why these people... I heard she's shitty. That bitch has been rich most of her life, and she's super young. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, you've you only been on Earth well, see, for 30-something years, and you've been, like, grossly rich here's for the thing, most though, of that time. She, like, she that's goes crazy. Off, she goes off on all the getting awards. I want to thank just so personable. It's so nice. You've won a million awards, bitch. Like, just say... Like don't like. Yeah, too, Micah, thank you. Like thanks for everybody who supported yeah. me. Blah blah blah. But like with with her and like like an Ellen, it's it's more of like a she's not shitty because like she's sick of the fame. It's more like she's just like a malicious yeah, like a, fucking person. Where the yeah. fuck is my water? You're yeah. Like, Whoa. You new bitch. <laughs> You're fired. Could you imagine working for somebody like that? I I would slap the oh, fuck God. out of. Anybody who talks to me, I would put like some that. Mel Gibson's fucking work minimal way and like record them like and that. be like, "You want to hear these tapes? This is five minutes of two hours I have of you being insane. I will drop this off. <laughs> I, I will drop this off at TMZ headquarters right now, unless you fucking <laughs> got a check." Yeah. My uh, my old boss, um, when I when I was living with you guys, like well, like 
Um, we changed district managers, and the new guy was just like a complete, like arrogant fucking prick. Um, and he tried fucking talking to me some fucking some type of way, and <laughs> like I told him, I was like, I was like, I'll stop, I'll stop you right there. I was like, you will not talk to me like I'm one of your children, because if yeah. you try to do that, you and I are going to have a serious problem. And you can take that any way you like. He was the new manager. Yeah, he was the new district manager. You can you can take, you can take that any way you like. You can do whatever you need to do. I was like, but if you want me to respect what you are saying to me, I need you to not disrespect me by treating right. me like a fucking child. How do you handle a situation where another adult is handling you like a kid? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you? That's that's exactly when how they're I like, in. I, the- I, I was like. I know I was fucking super close to getting fired because of it, but I think it kind of like took him aback a bit. Like, oh, I oh this is the first fuck. time somebody said something yeah, to me. Because at the fuck. time I was 30, 34, 35. So I'm not a fucking kid. No. You know, you might be able to fucking like intimidate some yeah, fucking 18 year old, 20 year old. Yeah. Job. Sure. But I'm like, I, I think. I might have even been like older than him. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, I was like, that's the worst. I was like, this isn't my first rodeo. That's the fucking. Worst. I was like, I Get have here. more experience than you do. I was like, so I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You will not disrespect me. Yeah. I was like, we can, you know, not see eye to eye or whatever. I was like, but if you're going to talk to me that way, this isn't going to go well. See, I'm I'm the type of person that that lets it slide or whatever here and there, like I let it slide. But then when it gets to a point, it's just like 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 I like I I don't defuse it right away. I like kind of let it happen. You know, I, I actually just remembered, and I, I forgot that I was going to save this for the podcast. But I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, I worked yesterday, mm-hmm. right? and I get called up to the front for uh, an override for something, and there's this guy there, and first of all. I hate when when people are in front of you, like to talk to you, right? Whether it's them being rung up or they just they're looking for a manager, and they're on the phone, right? And he wasn't like you know phone to his ear, like he had a fucking Bluetooth one of the one of the single joints, yeah, 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 you know, like in his ear. So he's like talking to somebody, then he would turn to me and like say something to me, but then he like okay, so talk, this, you know, wait, hold on, he's, he's a customer or yeah, so he was okay. a customer. Turns out uh, he's with the Air Force. They're out here training at uh, Fort Nellis. Um, they were uh, about to head back to El Salvador, which is where their base is. They were just doing okay. some training out here, right? right. And uh, he had asked me where the desks and hutch were, or hutches were. And I was like, oh, they're right over here. And like I pointed off to my left right. because, super obvious, they're right over here where all the other fucking desks are. And he's like, he's talking to the fucking person on the phone. He's like, hold on, miss, blah, blah, blah. And he starts getting mad. That you? And he's like, yeah. And he's like talking to the person he's talking to on the phone, but like talking he's shit confu- about me. He's confusing himself. But he's like talking shit about me, like standing right fucking next to me. He's like, this motherfucker, like this, blah, 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 blah. What? So now. How old is this kid? He was old. He was, he was older? Yeah, he was like 50 something. And, um. 
So now I got a now I got a big fucking smile on my face, you know. Like he can fucking you know like to the point where you can oh, tell yeah, yeah. under my mask because like my eyes and like all that. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, is something funny to you? What? Uh, yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, this whole interaction is wild. No. <laughs> and so he's like, he's like, he's like, I you know what? I like you already, but like. Oh, so he was no, no, cool? No, no, he wasn't complimenting me. He was getting even. He was escalating, you know. So now he's like, "Why don't you show me where the where the hutches and the, and the desks are?" I was like, "I'd be glad." You know, now I'm in full fucking asshole mode. I was like, "I'd be glad to," and then I go right this way, and like I'm fucking pointing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm walking over there like hella fast just to, just to make him keep up. That's funny. And he was like, "So where are they?" I was like. <laughs> You're standing in front of one. <laughs> I was like, which one of our many were you looking for? I was like, because that would make it super easy for me to help you. <laughs> was and he still on the phone at this time? Yeah, no, he, he stays on the phone the whole fucking time. He's like, Can you so he's kind of try, like ignoring you a little bit? A little bit, yeah. So like you're like, kind of like, hey, yeah, like, here they are, yeah, dude. Like, like he's, you know, he's he would turn his body and like, you know, like, can you hear this motherfucking blah, 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 blah. You're just kind of sitting there like. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just like one handed <laughs> leaning up against the desk with a big fucking smile on my face. <laughs> because this motherfucker's being a dick and I know I can be a fucking bigger dick than he can. But you're being nice. Yeah, like as far like as a, like wearing what you gotta wear and like put. Yeah, no, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm he can't complain. I'm saying all the right things, right. but in a very, very asshole way, which I'm really good at. Um, so he was he starts like coming out with names like my district manager's name, my manager's name, and one of the other managers' name. Wait, what? Yeah, and I'm and now I'm confused. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Right, and he was like, you walked past me like so many times. I was like, he's one I, of those I didn't, fucking guys. You know, I must not have seen you, or I must have been with somebody else, oh, or, you know, something. But I was like, if this is all about not acknowledging you, like, I'm sorry. I didn't, right. you know, I didn't mean to ignore you. And he's like, you were supposed to be, um, you were supposed to be oh, expecting me. No. And this is the way you treat I was like, expecting you. What? I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you weren't expecting me? I was like, no. What? I was like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> and then he he talks to the the the, the woman on the phone again. He's like, Miss Blah Blah Blah, I'll call you back. Oh, fuck turns no. out, bitch, you should fucking hung up right away. So it turns out he had been there before, spoken with two of the other fucking managers. Nobody says shit to me. Nobody tells me that he's coming in to do this fucking return. This was yesterday. Yeah. So. He was he was surprisingly, uh, I don't know I don't know if honorable is the right word, but he super apologized. Did he? Yeah, for going off. Because, After he hung the phone up. Yeah, because he thought I knew he was coming, and I was just oh. ignoring him, and now I was being a fucking sarcastic prick to him. Yeah, that's why he was mad. Mm. But he I didn't, didn't know that he was being a fucking dick the whole time. I I legitimately thought I was like I'm gonna have to fucking fight this guy because he <laughs> was getting increasingly. It was that bad. Yeah, like it was bad. I gray hair, Michael, dude. Like old gray. Uh, or a little bit gray. I mean, he you know uh, military, so it's like his like right. it's like super short. But he had like you know salt and pepper. But uh, um, that's how I pictured him. 
he like ends up being like a super fucking like nice guy, but I legit thought I was gonna have to fucking fight this old man who's a fucking who's got some fucking sort of ranking in the Air Force. <laughs> and you know, like I'm for sure gonna get fired for this. But uh we'll see how this goes. You know, it turns out he didn't have to. But did he know people, like your managers and all them? Yeah, like he knew my manager was like... But did he know him through past interactions or because he has like a connection he, with No, them? he had just like been there like a few days prior. So it was no connection. He just tried to act like he knew. No, no, he, he knew He had them. a whole thing set up yeah. that dude didn't know about. No, I know, I know. Like he spoke with them and then like... Yeah, right, we're, okay, yeah, yes. We're, we're there you go. Right. supposed to help him and take care of him and, and let him do this like return right, 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 right. And, yeah. and, and, and all this. But uh, yeah. yeah, again, like that wasn't communicated to me. So, like, he's going off for reasons I have no fucking idea about. Right. But I was, like, super surprised that he was, you know, actually, like, super humble and very apologetic. At the end? And, like, I was, like, even though, you, like, we, we've all been that mad where, like, you can feel your right. blood boil. Yeah. And, like, you're kind of shaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I was, like, weirdly calm through the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Which I yeah. think only, like, made him... Even more mad. Yep. But I don't know. Like, it was just like, I think any other fucking day or maybe at, you know, some other position, maybe at a different age, him and I fight. But I don't know. Like, I, f- I felt like it was, it, it was like. If hey, you were man. an employee, for sure. Like, I, I just felt like there was like something saying like, hey, man, like, keep your cool. Just give it a couple of minutes. This will all sort itself out. Yeah, because yeah, when when you're playing, when you're doing custom service, there's points where you know you reach that like, all right, keep it cool, keep it cool. But then there's points where you're like, all right, cool's out the window. Because I have you know gone off on customers, yeah. you know, and, and like I, I know as when and where, like, like as like the leader on the floor, or whether it's my store or you know whatever the fuck, like I know I shouldn't. Some like sometimes I let my temper get the better of me, mm-hmm. and I'll just like, like you fucking pop off at me, I'm gonna pop right fucking back. But I don't know, like it was like weird, like even like after after he left and like we 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 took care of him and everything. After he left, I even like told myself like you were fucking surprisingly calm through that whole fucking thing. I, th- I think that's really crazy. I think I think like uh, you know any other little slip up, like I think that was meant to end well. But like any other little, like if you didn't make calm, like it would have ended in. Some like, cat, like you know, some shit, right? I was like, it's crazy. Like I was like, because that, that, that could have been you know disastrous. Like right now, right. Um, you know, I'm not trying to fucking lose my job. You know, like I have fun doing this, but I, we, you know, this this isn't mm-hmm. ready for me to make a career just yet. Right. You know, but yeah, like so afterwards, I was like, that was that was not very dude, <laughs> and, and and I liked it. <laughs> It was just weird. <laughs> it was just weird. Um, I've I've been seeing a lot of, uh, especially like with couple uh, couples like around our age, and like I see it here with you and Lizzie. Um, people like to talk about like, uh, like a, a popular topic nowadays is like gender roles. Where uh, you know, of course, like you know, the woman does the cooking and cleaning, the man does the work and. You know, brings home the bacon and and, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 like it's cool 
to see, you know, my sister and my brother-in-law share responsibility. You know, they, they both work. They both, yeah, they both cook, they both it's, clean. It's a different story when, you, when it's split like that. If there's only one career in the house or one breadwinner, then it's easier to, like, split up the responsibilities because there's home shit and there's outside home shit. You know what I mean? It's a little different. When, folk, when both folks have to work, you're already breaking the uber-traditional, you know, setup and design. So you, you got to – there isn't really anything, like, traditional anymore. Now it's just, like, freebie up for discussion. <laughs> Yeah, and that's like the one, you know, like there's there's a lot of people who will even, you know, be like, oh, yeah, like, like there's there's an old man somewhere who would see Brandon in the kitchen and be like, you, like, what are you doing? Like, you shouldn't be cooking. Bro, I think your fucking family does that sometimes, dude. I'll be doing some shit. Or not so much looking at me like you shouldn't be doing that, but looking more at Liz, like, why is he doing that? Yeah. Not so much anymore, but in the beginning when they'd come over and it was just me and Liz's shit, like, they're like, yo, he be doing that stuff that you're supposed to be doing. I'd be like, right? <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely like, you know, uh, a, a cultural thing as well. Oh, yeah, dude. That's where I felt, yeah. Now, you know what? There is a brilliant thing that um, we took this Save Your Marriage Before It Starts little workshop at church before What'd we you got do this? married. Oh. It was uh, right before yeah, we you, got married. Dude, you almost left her in Mexico, bro? <laughs> That was way before. That was a great story. Years and years later. Check out episode episode 27 for that story. Fucking crazy, bro. Nothing to do with me, to be honest. That's all Lizzie Bear being out of her mind. Yep. um, But they did a good thing where they they set you down with a list and they made you write write out, like, roles and responsibilities to keep the household in order. And then in one column, write, in your house when you were a kid, who did it, mom or dad, for each thing? And then a third column for how you guys were going to handle it. Because so much of how you grew up determines, like, what you think the house should be. If your dad did dishes your whole life growing up, and now you're a dad with dishes in the sink. Or, like, say Liz's dad did dishes the whole time, and so she just thinks that's how it works. That's how, Mm. like, that's how you, you, uh, your childhood is such a fucking earmark in how you think of things. So Liz is letting all this frustration build up because she keeps seeing the dishes pile up in the sink, and she's like, fuck is wrong with this guy? Why isn't he doing the fucking dishes? Because in her mind, guys do the dishes in the house. But, but what if you... I grew up in a house where mom did the fucking dishes the whole time? So we're both sitting there staring at dishes getting full, silently huh. getting furious with each other because the other one doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. That's how a... come they don't... Dude, There's wow. a, that's, a, that's just a tiny little, like... That's just a, a That's little... That's a great marriage workout. Did you oh, guys... It's like, brilliant. Was it one card to fill out, or was it each individual? Well, yeah, you did an individual one, like I said, where you would but have... Did you get to look at each other's cards? Oh, yeah, you'd had to share it and be like, okay, well, when I was a kid, my mom handled the finances and paid the bills, but if your dad did it, so let's figure out what we're going to do. So the first little p- portion of it was to gain understanding. Like I used that So marriage counseling example. isn't bad. Bad, bro. I think it's. Well, I mean, people, th- people think when you go to marriage counseling, it's like, all right, you guys are in trouble. No, this well, wasn't like this wasn't like a lot of people go like where like too right. late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Already, this yeah. this was this, that's why I said the the name of the workshop was save your marriage before it starts. So they're starting to give you like tools, and I mean, they really did just that exercise alone, and they had several of these. It was really brilliant, fucking workshop. I was like, yo, I told. 
Pastor Dave at the end, I was like, this should be like required shit for like eight, right for like freshmen and sophomore and fucking colleges, dude. Like they need to. Why do people think this. you need to stop learning? Then, well, you think of all the communication, dude. Yeah, it's funny you said that because Pastor Amy was uh, the Dave's Dave's wife, and she said, you know, we teach this course, but I still sit down and we actually take it, even though Dave's up there teaching it and handing out the paper and walking us through it. We're going through the course ourselves because time, responsibility, scheduling, it kind of changes that list up a little bit just for this, again, specific example. So they went through the whole thing every single time. They've been married 100 years, bunch of fucking super successful killer kids, great relationships, awesome family, the dream. And they go, that's because we are constantly working at this. Like, right. In a good way, when you got gold in front of you, you want to protect it and have all the tools you need necessary to keep it going well. And that was a, dude, I, I think of that all the time. Like, just that little bit of communication. How many couples in the world, is that situation, my little example, true? Where he grew up his whole life and his dad fucking, his mom cleaned the kitchen. Every day, every Sunday, his mom got up early, turned on music, cleaned the whole entire kitchen. And so when he comes down the stairs on Sunday and the house is a mess and his wife's not cleaning, he's like, Mm -hmm. fuck is wrong with this broad? But she was like, my dad cleaned up on the weekends. And so she's looking at him like, why is he not cleaning this fucking house up? Bro, that small example, you can put that kind of lack of communication on top of so many different things. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's so smart to, before you even get going, to lay out all these roles and responsibilities. And and they didn't shy away from, like, gender roles. They were like, yo, they, it was very it was Jordan Peterson-esque with... Christian language, you know what I mean? Like, listen, dude, guys and girls have different natures. I don't give a fuck about what the new bullshit says. Mm-hmm. All this nonsense mm-hmm. isn't that, like, it, yes. there's always outliers. There's always going to be this. There's always going to be that. But there's a general nature People that get that confused. male and females. People get this confused because they think that when, okay, like, I'm all for equality, but there are roles that need to be played by certain genders. Well, Whether you there's, switch there's a, when you're a teen or not, there's a general overall design that that is like what it is. But there, you know, it's always down to the individual. So that's why they had you do, you know, the roles and responsibilities things for you for him. It doesn't necessarily. We can maybe stop calling them gender roles and put them into you know just life roles. Yeah, I guess. I mean, to me, it's like when you hear about, like, but, social justice. I'm like, shouldn't there just be justice, justice? Right. Like, why right. gender roles? Why isn't there just roles? Whatever, roles. Whatever keeps just this roles. house up. Yeah. How are we going to – here's the list of shit that needs to get done for us to keep winning. Right. Let's break down these rules. You don't want to bring in – see, what happens is is you weaponize the bullshit where – That's think, what it I is. I think girls That's get in a what lot of right trouble there. with this kind of shit, dude, because it's – there's this third wave feminism and all these kind of new ideas of gender roles, and girls are like, I don't want to have to do that. See, Probably. and we get labeled and as the assholes like, on, because dude. we're calling out the weapon. Because I see, we see the weaponization. We see this being used as a weapon, not a tool. Well, I just think because the the general like cultural like shift is is pro women in this kind of discussion. Where a lot of guys are like eating shit. Where it's like, okay, so I'll just keep on doing the traditional man shit. Because I got to do that. But also, when you don't want to do something that's generally feminine or generally for the girl, you can wave this flag of like, oh, that's a general. You think I'm supposed to? Okay, I'll do it too then. 
I'll do all the guy shit that I'm supposed to do, but I'll also do a ton of the girl shit because that's a thing now. Like, I think that's fucked up where it's like, all right. But that's not how it is. Though. I that's mean, that's not how it should be looked at. How it, is. it shouldn't be looked at like that, though. No, but that's what I mean. Right. Like, when there is this gender Yeah, that's the weaponization. Thing, it's like, all right. right, well, I guess I guess we'll just do all of it then. Now, I'm sure yeah. it gets switched for girls. Like, it's all an individual couple-by-couple couple basis. But it is definitely a thing I've seen happen. I've seen guys... Because it's in, it's like it has like this weird stand-up kind of like delivery when you talk to guys about it. And it's like any, any sort of comedy, there's some truth at it. That's why it's funny. And I've heard a lot of guys talk like that where it's like, you know, I still got to do all the heavy wrenching when something's wrong with the car, when something's this. You know what I mean? Like there's all these things that are generally male-oriented that I still have to keep up. Yeah. But now... Because of the gender role discussion, and now I have to do a bunch there of the are, girl shit too now. There are a lot of now, things that women like, need to overcome, weird. though. Women do need to overcome a lot of shit. I mean, everyone it needs to overcome recognize. a lot of shit. Like, I, I, I mean, I get it. I just think it. Like, I was talking about a, a more fruitful, like, the old, the old two-answer, oh, it leads you to the devil approach from Christianity is a bad thing. Just like I think, oh, well, girls need to overcome is like, well... Let's unpack that a bit. Like it, it's just a bad approach. Everyone, I, I just like to be more general. Everyone needs to fucking overcome shit. Right, right. But but there are certain topics and things that do need to be discussed. Well, everything should be discussed. Like you should both know each other well enough before you get married. Be you know to to know how things are going to go before you jump into right. a, a decision like that. Like everybody should be happy. Like they're you know. I, I don't, I'm not talking about like, you know, like falling out of love, but I'm talking about how like you both should realize like as long as shit gets done, you guys are good. Just don't fuck this up. It doesn't need to be gender. No, that's, a, that's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you both should know like what you're exactly. getting into. Yeah. Yeah. That way you're, you're both happy. But, uh, that'll do it for us. Okay. Uh, real quick though. I wanted okay. to, this is one thing I want I, I tried to find a place to fit this in, but I couldn't. So, uh, okay, so on Facebook, uh, I said this thing. I said, uh, what was it? I put out like a rest in peace DMX thing or whatever, you know, and I said how much he went to me or whatever. And some kid, uh, uh, some old friend or whatever, he uh, commented, he said, uh, <laughs> like this shit almost brought tears to my eyes when I read it. He said, you truly were his biggest fan. He said, you even wore your white Rough Rider shirt so much it became yellow. <laughs> that's <laughs> he said, funny. He said, oh, that's true. So many people made fun of you because you tried rapping and talking like DMX <laughs> with people in Silvestri saying you thought you were DMX yourself. <laughs> he said, you even bought Re- Reebok shoes that said DMX. <laughs> yeah. He said that had nothing to do. With, he said, but uh, he said, uh, but the he said you bought DMX Reebok shoes had nothing to do with them, but just the fact that I had DMX's name on them, you were so stoked. I was like, dude, man, like you're a mark for X. Bro. I was such a mark, dude. But see, here's here's the thing, though, is I did try to rap, and I'm sure everybody made fun of me or whatever, but I didn't see anybody making did fun of me. Did you at people though? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I did realize that I was whack and quit rapping pretty. You know, so like, I mean, that is one little thing I'll give to myself, <laughs> you know, but, but it's funny though. Cause like, you know, he, he, you know, like just the way he said it, like, 
Like, if I was in eighth grade and I read that or whatever, I'd have been like, fuck you, we're fighting. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you can't nice. talk shit about me like that. But it's like, like, it's true. Like, that's who I was. Like, but at the same time, too, I, we were, what, like 12 or 13? That's when you're the most influenced in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Four and DMX was that influence on me. You know, like, I was the fucking hip-hop nerd. Yeah. I mean, like DMX was, like, my mm-hmm. his, early, his early career was my late teens, but, like, he got, like, big when I was in my early twenties and, and, uh, a lot of people loved him. Uh, we for sure loved him and, you know, mm-hmm. thank you Earl Simmons for everything, for everything, for the work, and, man, uh, mm-hmm. the work, you know, uh, entertained by your fucking struggle, which is, makes me feel like shit, but I mean, right. that's art. You know what I mean? That's yeah. yeah. That's legit art. The hurt. Mm-hmm. Very much art. Thank you for sharing so much of yourself with us. And, uh, so that's going to do it for episode 28. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week um, playing us out, the man himself. Woo-woo. See ya. This is the fucking shit I be talking about. Yeah. Half rapping ass motherfuckers. You think it's a game? You think it's a fucking game?